0: Episode forty two of the Average Joe's MMA show, Jeff Shanahan, along with David Van Bogan and we are joined by the pride of Kitchener, Ontario, Mr. Ryan Dempsey.
1: How's it going, gentlemen? Oh America. How are you guys doing this evening? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's now this night.
2: Yes, we're doing amazing here, dude. It's amazing here. How about uh about this uh, fiasco that's... I think America just went through some stuff recently, didn't they? Like two days ago? They, oh, man, let's not
0: even go there. Yeah, Let's, you know, let's not even go there.
2: I'm talking about Doctor Strange. Oh, oh, well, that
0: was a week ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A little over a week ago.
2: What a great movie, huh? Yeah. Well, no, i just kidding. I don't
0: know, I haven't seen it yet. I hope we avoid that other stuff like the plague on this show. I so haven't you know, had time to see Doctor Strange yet. It's been a busy week since my birthday last week. Yes, happy birthday!
2: The show. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to our host, uh, Jeff Shanahan. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. It was a good day. Yeah, picked him up a, a Superman shirt. He did. Dave got me a sweet Superman shirt for my birthday. Absolutely amazing. That's from and Ryan. I Ryan. chose
1: not to bother you. That was my <laughs>
3: gift.
2: <laughs> it's probably worth more than mine. Then you never bother me, Ryan. <laughs> we just we just have
0: strong spirited debates,
2: and they're fun. They,
0: they're always fun. It's
2: always, it's always love. It's absolutely amazing. It's the highlight of my day when <laughs> I finally wake up and I and I and <laughs> I open up, I I open up my messenger and it says twenty-seven new messages. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and it's just YouTube and these like you said
1: bantering about last night. Yeah, well.
2: it's it's all YouTube. And then like one other person says, "Hey, Miss Plex running." It. Otherwise, it's just YouTube.
0: <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, and I just <laughs> carry on a conversation <laughs> between the two of us about absolutely nothing. <laughs>
1: it's it yeah, just like no, it, it's never been anything that's the best part it starts off in, like I read something is like why did we even get on that topic yeah, like, what does that even mean it's, then,
0: it always starts off on something like we always you always have like some point or some like note that you found or like I got some news that I was reading on Twitter or whatever we always jump off somewhere and then somewhere along the way it just goes like squirrel and
1: it takes off in a completely <laughs> different direction yes. Most of the, the time... we always to have Dave around. No, it's Dave's just... gonna keep us on track. It's just you and
0: me. Like,
1: I'm at work, you're
0: at work, or whatever, and we're just, like, bullshitting about something. And that's how <laughs> I feel a lot of my day.
2: It's, it's, it's like, you two have kind of, like, the same schedule. I do more of, like, a third shift schedule. I'm up all night, either editing the show, learning how to do something for the yeah. show, learning how to do something else... And so I'll sleep in, you know, I'm up till, like, 6 in the morning. That's when you guys are, like, getting up and going to work. So when I turn around and wake up around noon or 1 When wake up, that's when the fucking
3: whole
0: hell broke loose. Ryan's on break, and I'm, I'm, whatever, just at work on my phone, bullshitting, watching something on plat's.
2: That takes me an hour to catch up. By the time I've caught up, there's
0: another six or seven or eight motor posts. Like, Jesus. Well that You guys like, are killing me. No, so like like <laughs> last night, right, I was I was doing some shit and you two were going hot and heavy mm. about like about this time last night I couldn't even I was in the middle of something watching a movie or something and I was like, I can't even do this. <laughs> so like later last night when I got home, I like caught up to like the fifteen messages that I had missed between the two of you. And I'm like, okay, so this is probably how Dave feels every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly how Dave feels every day. <laughs> and when I'm not around, you guys just kind of sit there saying, oh, "Where's Ryan?" What
2: the and fuck's is Ryan? You Was know.
1: <laughs>
2: well, that before? Uh, honestly, before Ryan, uh, before you, you joined on full time. Jeff and I didn't have a lot of talks, but we we saved everything for the show. We didn't talk about anything. Yeah, no, not you know, really. We had like two little convers- things, Yeah, little things here and there, small stuff during the week. It was like we purposely didn't. We purposely held back talking during the week and right. just conversating so that we had everything for the show. Now, the more we talk, the more yeah. shit I actually think of for the show. It builds, it builds up the show a lot more. That's complete opposite. Because we have, oh,
1: like, I think the the person most grateful for it is my wife because. You ramble on about MMA, and she's like, Can you get a podcast? I'm like, no, I just want talk to you. Can you get now, some... she's like, I don't talk to her about anything. I'm like, Oh, there's a curve this weekend. You want to watch it? And that's about all she, all she uh, hears from me now. <laughs> Can you get some friends to talk about that with, please? <laughs> like... No one likes MMA that I know. Everyone that likes MMA lives in America. You
2: know, before we start this weekend, um, I want to give me a couple minutes here because just what Ryan said that no one that he knows likes MMA. I went and watched this past weekend with uh, a friend of mine, Scott. Yep. And I hadn't seen... You know, Scott and I literally grew up together as teenagers and and stuff, and he went into the Army, and we just lost track years. I've known him for over 25 years. And um, I got to reconnect with Scott over MMA this last weekend and um, learn a lot about, you know, what he went through in the Army. He gold-medaled twice in boxing (laughs) in the Army. That's Um, awesome. You know, and Scott, (laughs) when we grew up, man, Scott was always... Physically gifted. He was a big guy, always muscular. He's got the skull on him. If you hit him with a bat, the bat would break, and then he'd get pissed off because, you know, you, you
1: bothered him slightly. <laughs> he not, he's he's not just got bat. this
2: thick fucking head, man. I can't describe it. It's <laughs> so like, bad, yeah, fast, dude, you know? dude,
1: Ortiz style. Oh it's it's like
2: you know, he doesn't need a... A fucking helmet to play hockey, dude. The the, the puck would shatter to him. You know, he's a great, great dude, and I got to meet his buddy Dale. And uh, Dale is—they were. I'm used to being like I would go into a room of new people that are watching MMA, and they don't really know anything about MMA. You know, they've heard some names. You know, these guys that you know—they're kind of uh, bandwagon MMA fans. The UFC got big, so they decided they'll watch the fights, and all they want to do is see the big knockout. Those fans. I didn't have that this weekend. You know, Dale knew. Uh, Dale and I were talking all the way back to Oleg Taktarov fighting nice. and, and Kevin Randall bit. Oh wow!
3: That's you know, awesome.
2: yeah, I, I got to I got to reunite with a very very good friend, Scott, who I respected and admire so very much. And I got to meet a new guy, Dale, and we got to. We we got to get together over mixed martial arts and our love of the sport, and I am thankful for them. So, boys, I know you're listening. That's awesome. I know you got us downloaded. I know you sent. Uh, I sent you over the stuff, and you're ready to listen tonight. Scott and Dale, thank you very much. I look forward to uh, to watching more with you, boys.
0: Yeah, welcome, welcome to the show, guys. Definitely. No, that's really cool. Like, um, I've been kind of fortunate. Like, I have a few hardcore MMA fans, obviously, like you and Everett. Yeah, and things like that. But like my friends and the guys that I watch the fights with over the last few years um, have gone from casual fans to much more of a hardcore fan. Like we started watching pay per views together with our buddy Anthony, um, like, just because of like John Jones and Ronda Rousey and stuff like that. Like he they they got into it. Right. But then like my cousin, my buddy Tony, guys who kind of watched MMA a little bit. We started watching more pay per views, and then when Anthony stopped getting the, sh- the fights and stuff, we started getting them at my house. So then we got every fight, and then they're getting to know fighters on undercards that they normally wouldn't know. So it's like we'll be talking about upcoming cards, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this guy's fighting, and this guy's fighting." They're like, "Oh yeah, I remember you know his fight from the last couple pay per views ago, and shit like that." So it's been really fun to watch these guys become bigger fans. I mean, they're not on a hardcore level like us mm-hmm. yet, but they but they know and recognize guys
1: that any casual fan would know. Good. And, so, and they get excited for right. their fights and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Excellent. Yeah. yeah I, see, I see in, in Windsor, <clears throat> uh, the restaurant that I was running, everyone in the kitchen and all the waiters loved MMA. So we, the conversations were always great. We always check out like, many fights as we could. And then when I moved to Kitchener, it was all Maple Leafs right away. I'm like, why waste your time? Uh, a team that does nothing. When you have a sport that's so entertaining and wonderful, and there's always excitement, and you're, you're guaranteed to see a winner.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, most of the time, I mean, I ninety-nine mean, percent of the time, you're guaranteed to see a winner. You know, you do got the occasional draw. Yeah, yeah. I do understand what you're saying completely. Right, right. You know, hundred percent. You know, um, and for me, it's it's while MMA is yes, technically it is a team sport because it requires a team around you. To train you, it requires a team to do the promotion and this and that. Once the cage door locks, yeah. it's one on one. It's an individual it's sport. All yeah, it's all yeah. about you, you know. It, you don't, you can't rely on a tag team partner. You can't yeah. rely on someone, another team behind you. Whatever you well, can they do, do have is
1: the, that, it. MMA over in Russia over the oh, I've seen oh, oh that. my god, that, that shit's crazy. Oh
2: man, I've seen that's fucking nuts,
1: dude. The, that
0: that that's really funny that you brought that up to because. Uh, um, a while ago, I don't remember. It might have even been over, well over a year ago. On, a, on an episode of Wild wow Show, Ken and and had brought up how he wanted to see like Team MMA, and then a couple of days, oh, yeah, 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 a couple yeah, of days yeah. later, I find the video. Right. I find this video and I tweeted it to him, and so he was all super stoked on it. And then awesome.
1: That's just that's just asking for someone to get just killed.
0: Oh God, definitely.
2: Even two I, on two, man. Yeah. You know, once the first guy goes down, then. You know, once, let's see, one single shot, the, the fight starts bang. You hit a guy with the lucky shot and he goes down. Yeah. Now it's two on one for the foreseeable future until so the dude's dead.
0: Right. You know? Speaking, right. Yeah. Speaking of, like, individual sports and stuff like that, did either one of you guys get a chance to ch- catch up and watch the EBI? I watched some. I watched
2: uh, the quarterfinals. Uh, I with, still uh, had a chance, too. Oh, man. With Strauss and. Kevin, Kevin, I can't, I can't pronounce his name. Okay, uh, it was a great, great fight. Went into OT, and uh, they had a lot of OTs you know, this time. Yeah, I, I watched uh, the quarterfinals. Okay, that's where I started. I seen the two hundred five. I think it was two hundred five. Yeah, two hundred five. Yeah, light
0: heavyweight. So yeah. this was the first light heavyweight tournament.
2: Yeah, I watched all of that. Uh, I didn't watch the finals. So I, I didn't, but I watched quite a bit of the EBI.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I watched the whole thing because I. Get obsessed with EBI. I love mm-hmm. I love No Dude, Gary Goddamn Tonin is a fucking animal. Yeah, yeah, you're seeing that. Already the lightweight and Balterweight EBI champion. Short he just competed in another No tournament, um, like three or four weeks ago in Asia somewhere, I can't remember. It was called PP4. Uh won his match there or whatever. Steps in as a last-minute replacement because his teammate couldn't do the tournament. Gary weighs in at 175 pounds with his clothes on. Barely over welterweight. Barely over welterweight when he's the champion. (laughs) Going against 205ers and guys like like Vinny Magalhas, who is one of the best BJJ guys out there, on top of being a, a good MMA fighter and just going against guys way bigger than his size, well, and fucking Tonin holds his own, man.
2: competing. I mean, it's one thing to go against him, it's another thing to compete. Yeah, You know, be competitive yeah. against a guy of that size. I won't,
0: I won't spoil anything for you, because you oh. haven't seen it yet. Yeah, um, I haven't finished up yet. But the finals is pretty incredible. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and EBI's overtime rules are, like, I, they're the best rules going right now. Well, yeah,
0: everybody's starting to pick up on them because, yeah. like that flow, yeah. they're that uh, submission grappling thing that Jones and Hendo are doing in December, and Misha Tate and Jessica I are competing in is EBI rules. Yeah, I love that EBI rules is a thing. I, I'm, you know, I think it's a it's it's great. It's changed so much ever since Eddie got dicked over at Morris with that Gracie match. Where they oh, just right. call it a draw and didn't force anything. Like they have yellow cards if you're not, if they think you're just uh, stalling out in a position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know the incentive to not go to overtime because you lose a shitload of money out of your pay. Like yeah, it, it's great. Absolutely, it's great. And then the overtime itself is really fun. Well, see, uh, At, Eddie Alvarez, Eddie, uh,
2: um, uh, Eddie Bravo. Is the jujitsu instructor and trainer and whatever you want to call him for head coach for this
0: last fight, uh, actually. for this main event coming Boom. up, right? Boom, perfect segue. You know what I'm saying?
2: Eddie is has been completely influential in this in this cat coming up, right? That's I mean, for a while now, hasn't <laughs> it been? Yeah, he's um, been with him
0: since he got out to California. That's where he started taking jujitsu. Was at tenth under working under Eddie. Uh, yeah, we uh, we're gonna do a quick little. Breakdown of last week's main card of uh, Fight Night, where Tony Ferguson took on Rafael Dos Anjos, and yeah, Eddie Bravo, the head coach for Tony's hand-picked team for this uh, this fight card. Yeah, Tony, who
2: doesn't doesn't utilize a lot of jiu-jitsu techniques.
0: Well, besides his cars. Um,
2: outside from you know, outside from that, but you know, you don't see you, you see him. He would prefer to stand and throw these unorthodox style strikes as opposed to trying to pull you into his guard or yeah. something. I mean, he does great with the jiu-jitsu. Well, Don't get me wrong, but I see no, him... No, I know what you mean. I see him evolved as more of a striker. But with his
0: wrestling base and background and shit, learning jits under Eddie made the most sense because Eddie was a, Eddie was a wrestler, a, a very good wrestler. 100%. 100%. Right, right. And a lot of his moves and things like that are all... Wrestling based, yeah. Like the Twister is, yeah, the, is an yeah. amateur is an amateur wrestling hold. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't squeeze it in amateur wrestling, obviously. Like you can use it as a submission, but it's a painful ass pinning combination. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it, it made it makes a lot of sense of why Tony gravitated there to learn jujitsu and stuff. But like, I was listening to, and I know I'm sure you you listen to it, Ryan, obviously. But listening to his interview, I didn't realize that the work that Tony put into this camp as far as, like, he built everything. His gym at his home, yeah. built it by yeah, hand. Yeah, from, from his hand. From, from his hand, yeah. Up, yeah. yeah. handpicked this team, which featured uh, another local cat, you know, Tony being a Muskegon guy, reaching out. His boxing coach yes. was another Muskegon guy, uh, Randy Pitino, who was uh, a mixed martial artist and boxer. Of Muskegon. And
2: a great, great guy. He's mm-hmm. he's been influential in a lot of young kids mm-hmm. coming up. You know, keep, yeah, the Patino keep, martial arts. You know, keeping them straight, uh, getting kids off the street and treating them a martial yeah. arts instead of you know a gang bang. He's just Randy's a good oh, right The Patinos in, in Muskegon have always, especially Randy Patino, yeah, have been influential and have been an asset to yeah. the city. Yeah, him and his dad
0: have been doing like really good things with martial arts for a long time, and
1: uh, you can tell that uh, bringing that that boxing coach over. Really
0: helped him in that fight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean Randy's. You got trust Randy loves. too. Yeah, like, absolutely. He knows what he's doing. He's a smart kid. Um, he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he's a good fighter.
2: You yeah, it's uh, like I was saying. You know, when we started this, you know, Tony always. I, I always assumed he would excel. All he does the most darst finishes in UFC history. Yeah. he's got great submission skills and, and utilization. But I've seen him. I've watched Tony now. Kind of evolve into a very dangerous striker, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it know? started out right. I mean, he's he's had good hands, but now I see them as you know, I just see him more so. Like, well, broke two guys' jaws on the ultimate fighter, yeah, yeah. That's but where was, that's where I first was like, and maybe you know, sorry, but, um, oh no, go ahead, maybe I, I you maybe off. I felt um because I've known him for so long as being, you know, coming up as a wrestler, GVSU wrestler, and right. so maybe I kind of just had a thought. It's like, he's going to go in and be a wrestler. That's, the, that's but where he's where, not. That's
0: where the Ultimate Fighters would because I had the same thought, you know, knowing Tony wrestling with Tony mm-hmm. training with him. We trained together to, for their state championship uh, tournament our senior year. Um, you know, I thought the same thing. I thought it was just going to be like, Sorry, Ryan, but I thought it was just going to be like the GSP lay embrace style, you know? Yeah, right, right. No, I get it, and you know that that first Ultimate Fighter fight to get in the house, and he snapped that guy's jaw. I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, Tony can throw his hands, man!" Right,
2: and unorthodox, too. They see the upkick knockout. I haven't seen an upkick knockout since. You know, Tony threw one of those in the house.
0: Yeah, yeah. It not three, right? Tony, Leoto, and Silva,
1: uh, right. Right, yeah.
0: Um, I, Ryan, did you watch
2: that uh, Ultimate Fighter with Tony and Brock and those guys?
1: I uh, I caught a... That season I was like kind of in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, that was around the time that we were moving, so I missed a lot of uh, things, trying to get plans or and stuff like that. But um, I, uh, the one fight that I remember, I did catch the finale.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, um, but that was pretty much it from that season that I can really remember. So... Um, him coming into the UFC, I really didn't have much of a feel for him, except knowing that he was, you know, he was on the show and all that. And first two fights, I would say, like he, oh, he—he was one of those guys that he kind of thought like I was just going to get lost in the mix. And I gotta say, like I, I love the fact that he was actually able to pull out and climb the way that he's uh, that he has to the to where now, like got right at the cusp of a possible title shot.
2: Yeah, you know. Um... I, I hadn't watched much, I, I had a lull in my Ultimate Fighter watching, and uh, I stayed with my, uh, like a few weeks at my brother-in-law's uh, Rich Cerrito's house, and it was right when they were picking the team, when Brock and JDS were out there picking the teams who they okay. were going to go, and Tony was actually an alternate, he, he only got on the show because someone had gotten hurt mm-hmm. or something, he wasn't exactly supposed to be there, right? you know, so someone got hurt and they threw Tony in there, and you know... I didn't have any idea, and Rich said, "Yeah, they got the Muskegon guy in there. the fucking Muskegon guy? Who's in there? It's Tony Ferguson. Get the fuck out of here. The so, Tony's going to be on the Ultimate Fighter. I just I hadn't watched, yeah, I hadn't, you know, paid attention. And I went online and I started looking up all this stuff, and I was like, he's actually going to be on there. We watched the, then we watched the JDS and them picking teams. I'm like, oh, come on, go with Brock. Come on, you got to go with Brock. And Brock took him, and I was like, yes, Yeah It was, was a it was lot of fun. That was
1: a good pick. What'd you yeah. guys think of the fight?
2: Ryan, what did you
1: see on that? Um, you know, it went pretty much the way that I thought it was going to. Um, I've never really been confident in RDA. The only time I really have believed he was going to win a fight was when he fought um, Pettis. Um, but RDA, he's you know he's a, almost a 500 fighter in the UFC. So for me, I thought that it was the perfect fight at the perfect time for Ferguson, and I thought that he would. Utilize striking more than uh, than anything on the ground, just because you saw the way that Alvarez was able to to pick him apart standing up in that. Um, the, the eye poke thing, you know, the whenever you see the eye poke, it always does hurt the final thoughts of the fight because how much did it affect him and all that. But aside from that, uh, RDA never really. I mean, the, after the first round, RDA never really looked like he was going
2: to take that fight to me yeah i was <clears throat> i always get nervous for tony's fights I, I, yeah you know whenever we're go, he's going into fights when it's like oh come on you know you got to do this brother you got to do this kid um the first round you know i when it goes round wise i believe i gave tony two four and five and rda one and three i okay. believe that's how i had it Set up the first round. I had an ass whooping. Tony kind of took an ass whooping. I was
0: like, he generally does kind of know, take it in the first round. He's a
2: slow starter, man. Yeah. He just is. You know, if he doesn't finish doing the first, it's going to end up being you know the third or, or later on. He just he needs to get going. And the second, he picked him apart in the second round. It was great. And then RDA came back in the third and dominated him. Something kicked in. When the fourth round started. Yeah, he switched other gear. Yeah, man, he kicked it into overdrive. And for the next, you know, ten minutes of cage time, Tony whooped his ass. It had dominated him. Yeah. Uh, what a great showing. You know, what a great showing. It proves that he belongs on the top because now Tony has has a legit resume. It definitely was a statement yeah.
0: fight. I mean, <clears throat> not to say that the other eight that he has won hasn't said anything, but, like, You can say, okay, you know, his win against Barboza was great. That was, was, I think, one of the first big statement fights that he had. It was the Um, real first. But then, you know, you look at, like, his performance against Van Atta, his last fight, you know, almost getting knocked out in the first round. Okay, is this really, you know, and then this, you know, you take the former champion, you beat the brakes off of him. Yeah, man. Do do I think it's going to be... A guaranteed title shot for Tony? No, I don't. It's going to be really dependent on how things play out Saturday night. Do I think he's deserving? Of course. Um, I think you know when you put together a win streak like that, twelve and I, one in the UFC, twelve and one in the UFC. The only loss being to Michael Johnson the like, with a no broken arm. Very early in his career, I think it was only like his second or third fight in the UFC yeah. out of the house. It was the
2: third, yeah, fourth, and maybe. Yeah, maybe at the moment. It was very. But to your point, it was extremely early, right?
1: And, well, and obviously, we see the, uh, the 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 current win streaks. The top three right now.
2: Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, John Jones, uh, Demetrius Johnson, Max Holloway, then Tony Ferguson. Ferguson, yeah. As
1: yeah, so and you had to think like, what are the what does Holloway Ferguson have to do? Like, we you're looking at those two, the two top guys are champions, and those guys came and even sniff a shot right now. Oh, here's the problem.
0: So, Tony, Tony's in a, in a fucking Shark Tank division.
2: Yeah.
0: That's the issue there. Holloway is because the current, well, the current champion is fighting in a, for a championship <laughs> in another weight class. The interim champion is scared to fight Max Holloway mm-hmm. and will duck him at all costs but Absolutely. wants nothing more than to fight the guy that beat the brakes off of him in 13 seconds. Yeah, Jose wants money. <coughs> but
1: money.
0: the problem for Tony is that, like, and we should mention now he's the new number one contender in the light heavyweight yes. division. Congratulations, yeah. as of this week now. Um, but the thing is, okay, so light heavyweight? lightweight. I'm sorry. Yes, it's, it's later oh, at night. Sorry, it's... I've been up all he's night. Jumping all up day. to get that title shot.
2: Uh, 155. There
1: you
0: go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you can see me right now, Ryan, <laughs>
1: he's kind of okay, high no, bulk for you.
0: I got a John. I, I thought you.
1: Were, we, we, I thought you may have just uh, dropped a different name. I was just making sure there was something with Ferguson. Yeah. Although he
0: is talking okay. about going up a welterweight. Um. The problem is, is that like, if, if Connor wins this weekend, Tony's not getting a title shot anytime soon. If, no. If the best thing that can happen for Tony is that <laughs> Eddie wins. And and. and Uh, Habib has a shit showing against Michael Johnson.
1: Or loses. Well, Or even if Habib wins, I mean, we all this is his first fight in two and a half years. I mean, he's going to get hurt, odds are, in camp. Like, just stay healthy, number one, and odds are you're going to get that shot. But you still can't argue against a guy that's, what is he, 30 and
0: fucking
2: 0? Yeah. Speaking of AKA, you guys, um, not to take it completely off topic, but
0: is DC out? No. No. Nah, still, no, that, that got sure, cleared no. up. That whole DC okay. thing that we were talking about in the group last week got cleared up. Diz did retract the statement. and okay. everything was fine. I was looking for that. But, but hey, you know, Rockhold's I mean, still out. Though. Rockhold is still out. Yep, Rockhold's out. Uh, you know, Kane is supposed to fight at two hundred seven. So who knows? We'll see. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm still holding my breath though, on DC because I mean, he could have that lingering injury. And next thing you know, it's like the well, Yeah, we already, know, we already know. We already know that.
0: Well, he's fighting in Canada, though, so he should be fine. They cleared Rashad to fight in Canada. He just came yeah, true, true. Um, so, yeah, DC's always a question. Anybody from AKA is always a question. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, great great showing on Tony's part. I think he's definitely has proved he's deserving of a title shot. Whether or not it's going to happen, it's all dependent. But Yeah,
1: yeah like, can you imagine if they had decided to give him, like, for, like, the title eliminator, him and Habib?
0: Ooh. The, if Ooh. Connor if Connor wins, it's what they're going to have to do. That's <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we can get more into that later. De- but
1: depending on how, on how Connor
0: wins, too, I, I don't think even dependent if he wins, it's it's whatever. They may try to do a rematch, but I think they're going to shoot in a different direction. Um, let's talk about another fight on this card because overall, this card was extremely boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's and a lot of
2: Ronaldo. I mean, we're not going to be going deep into no, this No, not deep guys. at all. We're not going to probably go deep into this yeah, next yeah, fight. A couple of fights, and yeah. then, because 205, let's face it, 205
0: is the focus. This card pissed me off a lot. I'm not even going to lie. The, yeah. the pacing of it, I can't stand Ultimate Fighter cards. I hate the fact that they throw the finales into the main card. Uh, it just, they're always shit decisions, and they always pace it out. It just it just kills the pacing of the fight at all costs, and it's really terrible. Um, I mean, a prime example was the Rousey Betch fight um, by pay per view, where they had it was everything was going great. We had those the the two uh, Nogueira fights and stuff like that leading up to it. Yeah, and then we had to sit through two freaking. Ultimate Fighter. Oh, man.
2: They went to, and they didn't finish in time. They had to go into that sudden overtime thing, too. Oh, my God.
0: I just, I can't stand some of these Ultimate Fighter finale cards. This one in particular was bad. There was a lot of really just bad fights that were just slow and boring from good fighters. But, speaking of terrible, Charles Charles Oliveira and weight cuts. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. He was a whole weight class. Up. Not only was he a whole weight class up, but because he fucked up on weight so bad, they put him on a regulation that you could only come in ten pounds heavier the next day. Yeah, and he had to cut weight to make one sixty-five on yeah. fight day.
2: On a, in a forty-five pound division, yeah, he has to cut to make sixty-five to be able to fight. Are you fucking kidding? That's the I've seen a lot of unprofessional weight cuts and, and actions. This is he's one our, of the
0: worst I've ever seen. He's worse than Lineker. Like Definitely. Lineker has missed weight a lot and Lineker catches a lot of hell, but most of his weight cut losses were at
2: twenty five. We're having some problems
0: with uh, we keep, Ryan, guys. We keep losing Ryan. Most of his most of his fails other than this last one have been at twenty five. So yeah. I give Lineker a little bit of leeway. Oliveira just can't make weight and he just doesn't give a shit. No. That's, that's, well, did that's,
1: you guys see that uh, the picture? That I nah, was, was just gonna point day. out
0: about you bringing up the picture because I didn't even know about the picture till you told me. Right. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead because you were the one that told mm-hmm. us about it.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, you know the because the weight. What was it? was Friday. Was the weigh-in? Yeah, Friday night was the weigh-in. Was it Wednesday? Friday was the weigh-in, and he missed his weight, and then the picture surfaced uh, later on in the evening of 20, or, uh of uh, Oliveira. Rather, sorry. um hanging out with all of his friends at McDonald's, taking down two Big Mac meals like two days before your weight cut, or or, uh, your weigh-in. And then you miss nine pounds. The missing of the weight, uh, I know I've said this uh, about other guys in the past, it's an insult to your opponent. It's an insult to the organization. But to be eating two Big Mac meals two days before is like a slap in the face of your opponent. It's like saying, I'm not only going to miss it, I'm really not even going to be trying at this point. Yeah, well, like, that's a... That's this is the thing where the UFC. has got to step in and say, you know what? Sorry, you're not worth the trouble. That's what I'm mean, saying. You came in as a phenom uh, and could have been something, but at this point, go to Bellator.
0: Yeah, that's why, like, when we lost you before that, I was talking about all those weight cut issues and, like, how hard people are on Lineker about it. But Lineker isn't even as, nearly as bad as Oliveira. No,
1: it's not. I didn't even realize that He missed six times in five years. Yeah, six times in five years. That many missed cuts in two weight classes.
2: (sighs) That's completely. You got. You have two jobs.
0: Weigh in, make it to the cage. He completely just was in this fight for the money. He was a replacement for BJ. And but come on, dude,
2: he lost thirty percent of his purse because of missing. Because of missing so much, and rightfully so, he shouldn't have
0: gotten paid shit. Mm.
1: But you know the worst part too was in that first round. How many times as I was like, oh, please don't let him win. No, oh, please don't let him win because he was getting kind of close there and looked at points yeah. until, you know, uh, until until Lama Lamas in the it. second round took yeah.
2: it. You know that's the beauty of this whole thing is you know Olivera screwed up so much, didn't care, lost. He came in ten, you know, came in a whole weight class above and still got his ass up.
0: Yeah, that was the best. I that wanted was, that I was wanted was Lama's to knock him out so badly. Yeah. Um, Making
1: the jitsu I tapped out. Those even sweeter of a win.
0: Yeah, I hope Oliveira gets cut. I don't want to see him fight. I don't care. You you disgust me. Yeah, I'm done with him. I've been done with him. Um, last fight on the card we're really going to talk about uh, is the debut of Alexa Grasso finishing Heather Joe Clark with 28 seconds left in the third round. Uh, Alexa came in from Invicta making her debut 11 and 0. She wasn't a decision.
3: Was it a decision?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah it decision. Yeah, yeah this, I thought
0: she, uh, screwed up up there. I thought she finished her. I thought she had her the last minute.
2: I, I know, dude. We, we were all almost half asleep. this yeah,
1: was, yeah, this this was, was slow so bad. And, you were so sure that he finished her, that you even had the, uh, how much time was left on the clock. That's it's, pretty impressive. It's right up on yeah, the computer. They kind of up there. They actually have it as a finish.
0: Yeah. Well, they, had, oh, okay, oh, they just have time on the clock of a finish, but they actually had it as a decision. She got the decision. Uh, beat up Heather Joe Clark badly. And Heather Joe Clark is not anything. To she's no a tough No, tough, tough girl. Tough girl. Yeah, she's. Uh, she. She had a really good fight um, against the uh, strawweight title contender Karolina Kulovic. God damn it Korkiewicz. I've heard it You know how many Different ways I've heard it Pronounced by, by MMA quote Joe Rogan Pronounces it One way
1: uh, I go right to the, I go right to The Polish people And all of them Have told me That I really, really Wanted to learn To say the names Right So I had Multiple Polish People tell me JJ and KK's Names and they All said it the Same So Korkiewicz. I go with them
2: I've resulted to, I've resorted Just using first names Yeah it's just quite, Carolina you know? But she had a Really yeah. good
0: showing against Carolina um, but Alexa Grasso, I think I've been watching her for a little while. Uh, from Invicta, she is definitely gonna be something, and they're gonna give yeah. her a push. She's a good fighter. She's got great hands. Um, she's a very smart fighter. too yeah. she she sees
2: openings very well. At least that's what I've seen against Heather Jo Clark when she. She could catch, you know, a, a midsection or you know, a headshot. She could catch openings. She had great timing against her. You know, I was, I was impressed all the way around with Flex So this, she, she was just
0: a, a great, great fight. She's for her. very well skilled, um, and I think she took the she took her foot off the gas a little bit in the second. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you know that adrenaline dump happens. Those UFC jitters, your first time in front of the crowd. In it's Mexico real, folks. City, Your right, your right. yeah. home country yeah. on the biggest stage you've ever fought on. I, I can understand. The UFC jitters are real, guys. But I think I think there's big things ahead for Alexa Grasso, and she's going to get a big push because that strawweight division is just you're running. They, your, your they buddy, need a, new they competitor. Need a new competitor because the other big name, the other face that they were pushing hard. Uh, it's just not gonna have any business in the cage mm-hmm. with the champion. Page is not ready for that fight mm-hmm. at
1: all. Um, there's a there's a lot of fun fights that you can set up in uh, in 115 now. I I'm, I'm loving this division.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really exciting division because it's you know, um, I I, I want to wait and see what plays out at 205 before I kind of make any assumptions because Carolina has a legit shot. Definitely. We're gonna talk about that in a yep. minute. So I'll save it for that. But this overall, this card, guys. I I'm so happy for Tony. I, I, I woke back up to watch Tony fight. Yeah, I You know, um, I would watch. I, I'd watch Tony if he was on at four a.m. I guess it really doesn't matter. Right. You know? But I'm so proud of him, Tony. I'm so proud of you, brother. You did such a hell of a job. You beat a former champion. You're number one ranked at, at the at the class now, and you deserve your title shot. I hope you get it.
0: Absolutely. I. Uh, also, just one quick note before we go off of this card, Eric Perez. I just want to comment on the heart. He showed a knee injury in early in the fight, mid mid first, late second, mid uh, mid first, early second. Kind of did something to his knee. You could see it the rest of the fight, the way he was carrying himself, and still gutted it out. Outstruck the guy with one leg. Collapsed. His knee gave out on the the very end of the, the round. Mm-hmm. and still made that got the decision pull off a great fight. I they, like Eric Perez a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a good fighter. It's fun getting to watch so uh other than that Joe Soto had a really good win. Uh also
2: uh, the Andrade had, had a highlight real knockout yeah. of uh, Briones with that. It was supposed to be a Kind of spinning back elbow, I think, but he kind of got more forearm on there, but still knocked him out
0: with it. Stupid you know? face, Sam Elby one again. <laughs> uh, this card kind of sucked. I fell
1: asleep a well, lot. And, uh, uh, quick question for you guys: yeah. What do you think is left for Diego Sanchez now?
2: There hasn't been much left for him for a long time. Right now, he's just kind of being that
1: uh being he's, the he's guy a that, cockroach it's like you think he a step on him and you think he's done but then all of a sudden he comes right back and he's alive well he's done I mean, I, himself, I mean uh, as a disrespect because I, I like Diego Sanchez no I love Diego I you mean though I love somehow they, they can't get rid of him he just he wins when he has to or he's entertaining when he has to be
2: you, you that's the last part is what Diego is now he's uh, entertainment what he's not going to do is ever be a contender. What he's not going to do is ever challenge for a title. What yeah. he's what he's going to do is continue no, God, having. No. He had his job. Yeah. Yeah. What he's going to continue doing is having fun fights wherever they place him on the card. Wherever they need him, they can put him. You know, depending on the location of the card, they can put him on that in that co-main event. Uh, spot, or they can put him down on the fight pass prelims to headline that. He can go wherever they need him to go, and he can provide an entertaining fight, and that's what Diego's going to do until he retires. I think realistically,
0: Diego may have saved his job with this fight, because yeah. I think they would have caught him
1: Good the win. Well, that's, what I, that's what I mean. It's like, he'll lose two in a row, and then all of a sudden he'll, he'll have a great performance. I mean, and we Diego talked um, about yeah. it last week there. I thought... Uh, Marcin Held was going to tap him out within the within the first round.
0: Yeah, I mean, Held's had a lot of impressive submissions in Bellator. Uh they're going to keep Diego's. A, he's
2: he's part of their history, man. He's been he's been doing Definitely. it forever, you know. Yeah, that first Ultimate Fighter. I mean, yeah, you know, he's but he's not going to ever. He's not going to be anything more than what he is now. No, no, you know, no, no, nothing no. more. No contender. No belts. No titles. He's just going to. They're going to put him against veterans. You know, they're going to get those. Jim Miller fights and those Joe Lozon fights and you know maybe he'll get some young kids coming up and he'll be the the, 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 the measuring stick either. for the for the young kids that are starting. Alright. But he's 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 there for entertainment.
0: Definitely. Moving forward, it's finally here. Oh yes. What is? UFC two oh five. Christmas, baby. Christmas is early. Oh. UFC
2: NYC MSG the single greatest arena in the world finally gets to the And the
1: single greatest card ever.
2: I believe so on paper it is anyway. Definitely. You know? Uh, this is yeah. what
0: 200 wanted to be, right? Oh, 200 didn't have a chance of being in yeah. this after...
2: Well, I think this is the kind of depth that, that 200 wanted. I think this is uh, the for kind sure. of... You know, That's what they were
0: trying for anyway, with at least having a title fight on 200. But so, I mean, speaking of
2: 200, mm-hmm. 200, the main event... Misha Tate of 200 is now the opening fight of 205. That's yeah. how, you know, that's how star-studded this 205 event really is.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you got the number two ranked lightweight in the world fighting on the prelims with Michael Johnson.
2: Right, right. And then you got number two and number seven at 35. I was going to say, yeah, you Frankie. Frankie,
1: with um, Frankie and um, yeah, he, he, though. Jerry when you have Jeremy Stevens and Frank Gedder and they can't even get them to the main card. Right. You know you're in for a good night of a main card fight. Absolutely. Definitely.
0: Um let's talk a little bit about like just this week and stuff, like the the build up. Uh, did you guys did you get to watch some of the open workouts yesterday at all?
2: Yeah, yeah, I seen yeah. not. Um, yep. I watched more of uh, highlights through like MMAfighting.com Yeah, I, I. didn't watch the, the, all the whole thing straight through. I was, you know, I, I just watched clips, but I got to watch quite a bit of it. I've had some
0: slow days at work, so I've been their live streams was up on YouTube, so I was just uh-huh. throwing it up Chromecasting and stuff.
1: Um, See, so Connor's gonna get to try it with the uh, with the New York Yankees. Yeah, like a
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I thought. I thought Ioana's looked just incredible. Like how much sharper she's become working with yeah.
2: ATT, ATT, and yeah. in particular right. Mike Brown. I was watching her hit the pads. Sorry, I mean interrupted. But no, no, I was watching her fine, hit it. the pads and the speed she went from strikes to elbows. Yeah, back to stri- it was blistering fast. Yeah. And it's
1: mesmerizing fast. watching that. Yeah, dude.
2: Yes, and it was. They were so. The strikes were so hard. And, uh, you know, we were talking, Scott and uh, Dale and I were talking about this, uh, talking about Ioana when we were watching last weekend, and uh, I think this was, might have been Dale or something, made this comment, and this is comedy comment of the night. He said, i 165 pounds heavier than her, and she could drop me in a single strike. Yeah. And for as small as she is, she can generate so much force and so much speed out of these this tiny little 115-pound package. I, I'm just mesmerized when she, I'm mesmerized when she gets the pass
1: She's, she's you know? a bad woman, man. She's got the power and the ability. And after the uh, the Claudia fight back um, at uh, the night before 200, now she has the the heart to know that if she's down and out, she has she can do it, and yeah. that makes her probably one of the most dangerous fighters, even more so now. Definitely. in UFC. Definitely
2: big confidence builder. Uh, not like she yep. needed it because her confidence had been high to begin with, but right. even more so when you do something like that.
1: Yeah, so you're down to nothing on the cards, and you come back and steal the win. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you come back and you beat the brakes off of her for the oh, next yeah, three and rounds. Win. She
2: earned the she steal that. She so earned
0: it. Um, there was a presser today. There was. I mean, nothing really happened or anything, but there was a presser I, today. I
2: bet Connor showed up late. Uh yeah,
0: just slightly. <laughs> and I bet
1: he threw something.
0: No, they stopped that. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, well, it was really funny because like a bunch of the the MMA reporters that I follow on Twitter are all you know they're there early waiting for the setup. The stage is empty, and I keep seeing these shots about of the table, and they're like, you know, there's conspicuously no cans on the table
1: this time. <laughs> you know, he got. Uh, but as long as there's a belt on the table, you know, Conor's still going to go for it
0: for sure. Uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting press conference today for sure. It was Connor. Well, the best. The thing I was I was stoked that they only started the presser eight minutes late, and then Connor was only about fifteen minutes late after that. So overall, not bad. No, not you know. And and Eddie, Eddie kind of got a little bitchy
2: because Connor wasn't there in time, and he walked off, didn't he? That's so yeah, hard. oh yeah, about
0: uh, like eight minutes, six, seven minutes in. So yeah, barely, know? barely, barely like less than ten this. minutes in. He was just like, "Screw this, I'm out of here. I don't have an opponent." And he got pissed and left. And then they asked like Yawana and Carolina like a question each, <clears throat> and then maybe Wonder Boy. I think Wonderboy might have answered like one question the whole time. That's too bad. I swear I never even heard like, him talk.
1: That's the the worst part about a uh, Conor McGregor card is that the press conferences are just about him. Well, yeah, they didn't and bring they anybody need, else. They might, they, it's almost, they're almost at a point where they need to have Conor give a press conference with his opponent, Indiana White. White, yeah. clear the room, and then bring out everybody else. Yeah, now they did just focus on them for like half hour, 45 minutes. Well, they,
0: right. didn't, they didn't bring... They only brought the three championship fights out. No Wyman, mm-hmm. no Romero, no Gaslam, Cerrone, and no Tate or Pennington.
2: No. No, it was just... Uh, what, it was Woodley and Ioana and Alvarez on one side, and there was McGregor, uh, yeah, what's that on the you other know, side? You know, I can, I can
0: understand not maybe bringing on Tate and Pennington because they're going to completely get overshadowed. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboy, you know, he's always going to get asked. I, I'm a really surprised they didn't bring Weidman. I am too, of all the people that yeah. bring him, the New York boy. The old, Yeah, the New Yorker, the guy, that, the, the guy that's been fighting for this forever for you. He's an um,
2: MSG ambassador yeah. uh, for MMA, man. I think he would have got, you know, of, of all the guys, he would have probably got some more uh, attention. But uh, to, to Ryan's point, Ryan's absolutely right. You know, they should bring out uh, either everybody else first and let them do the presser, and then after that, bring out Conor and his opponent and, and let them focus on that. Because whenever Connor's there, Yo, yeah, 90% of the stuff's going to go right to him. And everyone else is just going to be sitting there like this doing absolutely nothing, you
0: know. So him and Eddie got into it. Connor almost threw a chair.
2: Because what Eddie picked a chair up and put it like next to him or something. I, I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was.
0: Yeah, he took he took his chair, folded it up, and like put it over by him, basically begging him to grab it and throw
1: it. <laughs> yes, at, at UFC, come on, We saw it happen at the last press conference. Maybe we shouldn't use folding chairs, WWF style, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't know. I'll just oh, throw that God. out there.
2: That doesn't seem very smart at all, but <laughs> no, he got 150 grand for a bottle. What's he going to get for a chair? <laughs> Eddie, he, he asked that. Said he, said that. he said, why do you think they'll find me for a chair? <laughs> well, he's, it's going to be a, a half million dollars for a chair shot. And Vince, Mac- and Vince McMahon knocking down your door.
0: It was uh, some pretty good jabs thrown back and forth. Eddie asked for an apology for the things that Connor said about his wife and kids. And Connor told him to suck his big Irish balls. <laughs>
2: An apt response for Connor, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. He what was the comment that you yeah. made, you told me when you came in that just it it was awesome? I missed
0: it. I'm actually in the presser, but you know, it is my favorite, one of my favorite follows on Twitter. If you're not following at Talk MMA, you're foolish. Um, brought up that Eddie had mentioned something about uh, Connor is having two kids, but uh, D's not pregnant with twins.
2: Yeah. So assuming, again, just in case you guys missed that, when that Connor's out there, you know, slinging yeah, dick, slinging dick, you know, and he got two chicks pregnant, and D Devlin's only, you know, having the one. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But right. you know what? Um, we'll see. Not really the spot... I mean, I guess, yeah, Connor did talk about his kids, but I mean, just... I don't know. No, really not really he
0: said, though, was that his wife and kids weren't going to recognize him.
2: Yeah, and that's... I mean, that's not so bad, because, you know... He may have said something else. But he's not insinuating this. anything about the kids. He's assin- insinuating he's going to break his face.
0: Up until... I, you know, I kind of... It's kind of hard to say with Eddie because of his background, being from Philly, and, you know, but... There were some points, like, how angry he got at some shit. It, it may seem like Connor got in his
1: head. Yeah, Connor's really good at getting guys' heads Oh, absolutely. They always didn't... say that they don't and that they're good to go, but we see it time and time again that Connor just finds the, the, the way to say just the perfect little thing that everyone else wouldn't think anything about it, but to those guys, it affects them. Definitely. And we'll see Saturday night how much it, this one does affect Eddie.
2: It's and it's, a lot of it's the volume in which Connor puts it out because he'll sit there and repeatedly jab at something and he'll and he'll keep uh, you know verbally jabbing at you about something until something lands that really gets on your skin like that. It's, it's, it's the volume. I'll I mean, Eddie he runs his some, mouth.
0: Eddie's thrown some good jabs and some good shots at him and stuff like the trash talk has been really good on his part. Not quite Nate Diaz level, but very few are. Um uh, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. There were some times I'm looking at Eddie's eyes, and I'm like, maybe he is in his head. Eddie, Eddie's concerning because of his style. There's a lot of things that he does that can pose a lot of problems for Connor. Um, his pacing, for one. His wrestling, for two, for sure. His
2: wrestling, really. Died. That's number one for me. This is This is wrestling. It's- Connor has fought wrestlers And he's been successful yep. Yep. But Chad Mendez is not the kind of wrestler That Eddie Alvarez
0: is Chad Mendez is, is one of the most I, I, I've seen people make that point But somebody I was reading Chad Mendez is one of the toughest wrestlers in, sure. in MMA I mean it's like Chad, Frankie But he's 10 pounds Eddie. lighter Yeah you
2: know, this is a, another weight class. Yeah, but this with, is
0: Connor's yeah. I mean, this is Conor's natural. This is where he fought, should be fighting. Well, he has, I mean, he has fought at 55. Right. plenty of times. He was the Cage Warriors 55 champion. And one of his most devastating knockouts outside of maybe Eldo was at 55 in Cage Warriors. Yeah, so.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, he hasn't got a chance to really utilize it
0: much in the UFC. No, you know no. He's been 45, 45,
2: 45, 70. But even, like, yeah. if
0: you watch, Kavanaugh was on the MMA Hour the other day. Is that
2: the interview where he said they kind of
0: fell apart? Yeah, they kind of fell. They that. not really fell apart. They drifted. just kind of drifted a little. Yeah, yeah. And they were just kind of like two ships passing in the night. And they grief. This was in the past. They they've, they've sparked that up, mm-hmm. and and you know both realized, hey, we're kind of fucking up here. Let's get back to basics. Gotcha. Um, but like he was even saying, like power wise, this is probably the most ideal spot weight wise for Connor, where his power is just perfect.
3: Yeah,
0: and. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's it's a tough one for me to call. There's only a couple of fights on this card that I can confidently say my pick and not be unsure. I think right, there's, right. I think there's plenty of things that Eddie does that plays into Connor's strengths. Definitely. Um, I went back and watch. I tried to go back and watch the two Chandler fights, but Bellator's blocked basically everything from YouTube, so I couldn't get full fights. I couldn't either.
2: You know, and I didn't watch. I didn't. If I did watch those fights at the I time, I did. don't remember them. I never did. You know? But I just got highlights. And I actually,
0: I could only find highlights from the second fight. I couldn't even find highlights from the first fight when Chandler beat him. So, but I watched the full Cerrone, the full Gil Melendez, the full, mm-hmm. you know, all of his UFC fights. Uh, the thing that I see that happens with Eddie a lot, and it happened—that's why Cowboy beat him—was body shots and leg kicks. Yes. Yeah. Leg kicks, especially. Obviously, we saw that, and that's something Connor
1: does really well. Eddie throws oh, really we good saw leg that kicks. The too. second yeah. 8 fight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. needs legs away in the first round, no problem. Yeah. Exactly. Those were sick, yeah. sick
0: shots. And I think that's—I think that's what Connor's going to want to do here because it's going to keep Eddie fights kind of <laughs> flat-footed too.
2: Here's the deal too. Connor's a reach mm-hmm. over Eddie. Oh, his yeah. height and his reach are five, huge. six inches, something mm-hmm. like that, um, of of length. And Connor doesn't just I mean, he fights long. Definitely, you know, he's got that horse stance almost where he can, you know, uh, with his legs, he fights extremely long. And on top of having that huge reach advantage, it makes that reach advantage seem like it's even more. Yep. Because of the way he fights. Conor poses, and I think the bottom line for me is that Conor poses more risk to Eddie than Eddie poses to Conor, and that's why, you know, I'm going with the direction that I'm going, and I think the way it's going to be in that fight. Connor's too many tools, man. I, you see,
1: uh, like, like I was telling you guys last night, like I, like I think that Eddie Alvarez is a great, I mean, obviously he's a great fighter. You don't become a champion in the UFC, Bellator, and all that without being a, a, a great fighter. But to me, what scares me for, for Alvarez in this fight is he like I've never really seen him have a fight conv- that convinced me uh, in the UFC. like The, the loss of Cerrone, um, fighting Gilbert Melendez, who was roided up. We don't really know what kind of guild was actually in there. Uh, fighting Pettis, who was on a, a slide out of the division, and then fighting RDA, who was, like I've said before, at best a 500 fighter in the UFC. Like he's, this was the thing. This is the, the the biggest test for him uh, in the UFC thus far. And oh, no. I mean, I, I mean, obviously he can he can pull off the win, but you know, like like Dave said, the tools that Connor has is going to make it. I think either a very long night for Eddie or a very short night for Eddie. What
0: what concerns me with the fight is that. Like the things that Nate was able to do with Connor, as far as um, you know, getting him up against the fence and shit like that. And yeah, Connor fought off t- the takedowns and things, but I don't know if he's gonna be able to fight off the takedowns from Eddie Alvarez like that. Like, right? Eddie's Eddie's wrestling is on a whole nother level from Nate's, and Nate's a pretty good wrestler, but. Nate's a jiu-jitsu wrestler. Nate's, is
2: a, you know, it's a two different approaches. It's right. a jits guy who, yeah. who wants to kind of sucker you in and take you on a defensive route against a wrestler who wants to attack and, and pick you up and throw you. And
0: you know? I think I think Eddie's strategy is going to be very similar to his strategy against uh, Pettis because though those very much different styles, Pettis and Connor kind of have a similar style in the way that they they fight going off of the, you know, with their back going to the cage and and off their back legs and stuff a lot. Right, right. (laughs) But Connor's ability to cut the cage off and his power in striking because Eddie gets hit. Eddie's been hit a lot in every fight. And it's just like uh, Connor said today, you know, you've, you've been dropped by a lot of guys in your fights. It's what I'm going to do. I think... I think ultimately Connor is going to be able to get the win, but it, the, the up against the cage, the clinch game, those are the things that are my questions of how Connor is going to react to somebody that powerful.
1: Yeah, and if Connor attempts to do his game plan that he was using against Mendez, which he came out after and said, "All right, you know, I was letting him take me down in the first because I knew he'd tire himself out, and then the second round I would take him." If he tries that against. Alvarez, it's it's not going to work no. one bit.
0: Alvarez's gas tank is good. I mean, he, he's that's very good. He's gone five before he's he's done all those things. Like he he knows how to pace himself. He's got oh yeah, he, he's got a gas tank. But I it's that that's the concerning thing for me is just the up against the cage stuff and how what Connor's going to do there other than that I think I think Connor has all the tools he needs to beat him.
2: So let's I mean let's just put it out there. Do you think he wins? I do. You think Connor wins? I do. Ryan?
1: Oh, 100%. 100%. Um that's going to
2: be a tough fight. Mhm. Um it's, it's going to be a tough fight. And I think and for just to just guys. to get a little specific, I think um, Eddie's going to bring him into deep waters and it's going to be like really close before Connor has to give it up or it's called out before, you know, the ref lets him fight it out and he comes back and actually wins. But I think there's going to be a moment in there where Eddie really challenges him and really drags him into deep water and Connor's going to have to pull out of it. But I think he does. I think the length, the rate, the reach, the striking, the, you know, the Southpaw, paw that, that left uppercut that uh, Connor throws, that's so damaging. Um, at the end of the day, I got Conor McGregor, two-division uh, two champion. Yeah, I, S3. I, I think he
0: leg-kicks the shit out of Eddie, Alvarez, And those, too, yeah. Utilizes those as well. If he does that, Eddie's fucked because he can't, he can't come How in. Shoot. How do you shoot? How do you shoot? Yeah. With Eddie's punching style, it's mm-hmm. a lot of brawling, throwing hooks, mm-hmm. hips, things like that. If you can't put power off of one of those legs, what are yeah. you going to do here?
1: Ryan. Yeah, if, if, even if I... Wanted, like if I was an Alvarez fan going this fight, part of me is even torn to Link for McGregor just because, as Dave just mentioned, the history of it. When you have a chance to see the first, uh, the youngest, the oldest, the most, uh, for me, I love to see that, uh, the history in, in, in all sports. So for me, the the chance to see the first guy in UFC. And I, th- and I think in the in a major organization the only other person was uh, Henderson and Pride to hold two uh, two titles uh, simultaneously. To me, that that is the most uh, most the most amazing aspect of this fight. Kind of did.
0: Yeah. It in cage Warriors. I said major promotion. <laughs> well, well, tell, tell the people you have seen. over there that they're not a major promotion. A shit happening.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I'm at. not
1: going to learn. I'm gonna al- tell
0: Patty Pimblett that you said his organization isn't a major promotion.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Irish, you know <laughs> champions. Gonna, uh, the, all... If Dana White walks over there and says, "Here's a, here's ten million dollars," Cage Warriors no longer exists.
2: So, speaking, I want to talk about uh, Irish champion real quick because your boy Liam McGreary, didn't he just yeah. fight? Uh, Liam. Well, Liam's
0: not English actually. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's okay. English.
2: I haven't, you know, I, I've been meaning to watch these guys uh, over Bellator, but I, and especially Liam. Yeah. But then I read that he was fighting Phil Davis. He did fight Phil Davis last I Friday. And I couldn't bring myself to watching the Phil Davis fight. He Phil,
0: it was a Phil Davis fight. Phil ended up winning by decision. That's and so taken, bad. It was terrible. I. I My
2: main thing about bringing this up is the fact that you've been petitioning for a while to get Liam over to the UFC.
0: I still think Liam... Liam showed that he can hang with that caliber. Liam hadn't fought in over a year. His last fight was against Tito, uh, where he inverted triangle and beat the shit out of him. Nice. Um... I think he he'll definitely be back, and I think he gets his title back. Okay, I, I just I think I layup, hope he doesn't
2: because I really want to see him in the UFC. I do too. You know, I hope he kind of leaves those his, guys behind. His jits is over.
0: his jits is sick, and a lot of people sleep on him because he just doesn't look like much. But yeah, it, I think I, he put on a really good fight against Phil. He had him in some danger at points. Um, Phil just did what Phil does, and he lives Yeah, yeah, he yeah he that's why shit. I
2: couldn't. That's why I couldn't bring myself to watch it because um, oh. You know,
0: Phil it's so bad. Yeah. Terrible. Sorry. No, I, I was just saying. But I, I, Liam, Objective, but Liam showed that he can hang with somebody, and that he right. had the caliber of, yeah. of a UFC fighter. So,
1: and uh, going off with, uh, with you, Jeff. Like, I would love to see uh, Liam in the UFC because the UFC needs some fresh blood in, in the uh, late heavyweight division. Absolutely. Like we talked about, we talked before about uh, Krylov. Coming up, but I mean that there's not there's not enough young blood in that division, and with you know aging stars and boring fighters, they need to inject something into that division soon. That'd be a great heavyweight to too, man. Heavyweight, heavyweight well. needs
0: it bad. Like we were talking, me and a coworker were talking about uh trying to figure out some things heavyweight-wise, as far as like. Because you got Kanan and Verdun fighting at 207. and you just going to make Stepe wait? If you, if, if Stepe wants to fight, you know, 28, 209, 210 or whatever, who do you put him up against? Yeah, right.
1: He just beat well, I, 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 Even still, like, going, like, if, if Verdun wins that fight, does the UFC even give him the title shot with everything that's going on with him right now?
0: Yeah, that's a good point, too.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Um like the, the heavy, like, the heavy division, yeah, it's in turmoil, it's, too. A, it's a garbage. JDS Velasquez 27. I know well, that uh, Ken Evans and Where the War is a big proponent of that yeah, one. Yeah, I know Ken
0: Evans loves that. The <laughs> only fight, though, that makes sense right now for Stipe, if if he doesn't want to wait, you know, three months after that or whatever to get the winner of Cain and Verdun, is JDS. It is. You
2: know, it's yeah. nice, you know, Kane, Verdun. But, you know, JDS is the only one left. Right. You know, it's not going to be. You know, it's not going to be country. It's not. You know, uh, it's well, not going to be beast. No, Lewis. I mean, he's you know. got a fight here, ready right,
0: for that. Level exactly.
2: Yeah. So, um, Bigfoot's gone. You know, finally. I mean, yeah, yeah finally
1: and some of the, like gone the gone, finally, sorry, right? fun guys, like
2: McMahon Matreon is uh, is gone now too. Yeah, meat's gone. So, I mean, there's just the heavyweights are. It's, it's not not What it used to be, how about that? Right? No, it's, that's the way to heavyweight, just you know, isn't deep, it's, it's just not, not anymore. It's, it's an older division, very well, you know. You don't have you know 22, 23, 24 year olds that are coming up, exciting to watch like you do in some of these other divisions. You know, it's like when we talked with uh, uh Haltgren over here, uh, who was a big proponent of, he said, you know, the heavyweight division is old, and it's not like the you know, it's not going to evolve like the younger. Lighter divisions, when you have guys like Northcutt and, and Wonderboy, and these guys that are coming up and bringing this outstanding new style and this you know this hybrid kind of uh, fight style that these younger cats are bringing up, the heavyweights don't have young cats. They don't have that youth movement that no. these other divisions are bringing up. There's there's it's so you know everyone's focused on health and, and being lighter. The heavyweights just don't have it anymore.
0: You know where a lot of young talent in the heavyweight division is? WSOF.
2: Well, okay. Real series of fighting? Yeah. Yeah. They
0: have, they have a pretty good heavyweight division right now. You can check
2: them out. Uh, maybe I'll check out Donald's some stuff this weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, heavyweight Bellator's stuff. heavyweight
0: is is a nightmare. It's all old guys yeah. and Mitch and your own. Know, I can't watch They don't even have a champion. They don't even have a heavyweight <laughs> champion. It's not probably going to be Fedor and freaking Meat fighting in oh, January. Oh, my God. Though. Yeah. So, but. Uh, WSOF does have some quality and some pretty good heavyweights, so hopefully something will shake out of that.
2: that one on point him off What about the co-main,
0: man? Co-main event. Oh, God, I can't wait for this fight, either. I cannot stand Tyron Woodley. Can't stand
1: him. I think he is just a jackass.
2: Agreed and agreed. Yeah. Uh,
1: like, like I said, I picked him to win the... I'll, you know, back one is like I said, I like to see guys that have been in the game get the, you know get the win and all that, uh, but it's hard. It, it's hard to actually be a fan of his. This
2: this one little thing really turned me off to him. Um, as soon as he won the belt, he didn't. He, the first thing he did when he came out said, "Okay, now I'm only going to fight for money." Yep. I'm only going to have the money yeah. fights. Brother, you have won the belt. You've been a champion for five minutes. You haven't sold a pay-per-view. You haven't done this. You're not a big name. You can't just go out, win a title, and demand money. Earn earn that name. Be a fighting champion. Put together five victories. Then you can start talking about it. His
0: no-strap, no-scrap thing pissed me off, too. Yes. I, I see he's
2: a, he's not that good of a fucking fighter to no. begin with. I mean, he's, he's got no. solid skills. You're putting him up against a kid that has exponential skills,
3: mm-hmm.
2: so unique, yeah. so powerful, so crisp, so fast. Uh, Wonder Boy is quite frankly scares the hell out of me. for Power, Woodley.
0: power for power, I would pick Woodley. Power, yeah. I think power for power, Woodley is definitely, oh, yeah, yeah. Is definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. But everything else, to get in there,
1: land that shot.
0: Yeah, everything else is completely Wonder Boy, and I can't wait. Wonderboy to put a shin up against Tyron Woodley. I want
2: to see that that flip hook kick and slap the shit out of the ty- uh, uh, Tyron's jaw and knock him unconscious and finish him. On the I'm not gonna ball. lie,
0: I've been trolling Tyron Woodley on Twitter for like the last month.
2: That's awesome.
0: I really <laughs> have. like for a while it was like every other day now it's like once a week I just kind of tweet him something about how is going to kick his face <laughs> off and I can't wait for it. Love it. I have I've, right. hashtagged one and done champ a bunch of times. Um, I I sh- you,
1: better, you better hope that he loses or else you're going to have some egg on your face. I don't care. I'll don't still care. talk shit to him. I'm just going hard shut up. Oh, I know, but no, I'll, even, still, I'll still I talk shit to him. Even if he care. wins, I'm
2: going to tweet him and say you stole that one. You got lucky. Yeah, you're there. a lucky punk. You're bum. a punk. You're a bum.
0: <laughs> all you allow, you're a bum.
2: I don't think, I mean, I, I really don't think, I hate to say it like this, but I don't think Woodley's going to have a good
0: showing no. uh, this weekend. No. I, I
2: think Wonderboy is going to show him why um, he's not as good as he thinks oh, he yeah. is.
0: I mean, I, I've been, been saying it since the Johnny fight. That yes. Stephen Thompson will be, and it's been said on the show yeah. many times. Absolutely. Stephen Thompson will be the 170-pound champion. I thought he was going to take it from Robbie Lawler. Fine, you take it from a guy. I don't handstand. think it, yeah, it doesn't really matter. We've been such a – Well, he
1: thought he was going to take it from Lawler, too.
0: Yeah. Even well, better, I take it did. Take it from the guy I don't like because at least I like Robbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right.
2: But um, I'll, I think we're all agree. Yeah. And I had to finish, too, on top of I think of, he finishes I think he him.
0: finishes him. I think he finishes him and I think he finishes him between the second and third round. Yeah. Somewhere in there. I don't think this. Is yeah,
1: uh, I was going to say the exact same thing. Probably right. the third round. I'm going to yeah. tire him out a little bit and then just tee off, not being
0: <laughs> Wonder Boy's just got to. He's just got to stay in long enough to let Tyrone try to throw those big couple shots that he's going to try for and tire himself out.
2: I think he ca- and I think he catches him. I think he 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 goads him on into taking a you know firing a shot to try to take him down or something. It just catches him. Even backpedaling with a strike, yeah. But he's just going to do something that's going to show that uh, Wonder Boy is on another level than Woodley.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, all agreeance? Yeah, I think so too. This fight, right there, our next fight, we're going to talk about is it's pretty special in itself because it, okay, it's the third fight, third title fight on the card, but it is going to be the first title fight. In Madison Square Garden because mm-hmm. of the placement of it in the card. Yep. Oh right, yeah. It's going to be the first women's strawweight title fight at Madison Square Garden. Yep. So the, there's a lot of firsts coming off no. of, the, of this fight. And one of these two are going to suffer their first loss. Right. One of these. They're two both undefeated fighters. Yep. We got Poland taking on Poland. Both of them. One one's walking out with a one in the loss column. The other one's keeping their O going forward. What if it's a draw? Wow. Shut up. God damn shut it, Ryan. Hey, Dave D it. said, you know, there's a one percent chance.
2: <laughs> there is, but it's not gonna happen.
0: Oh my No, up. not at all. Um but yeah, you, you wanna jun right. taking on Carolina Kolkovitz K- Kolokavits.
1: Did I say it right, Ryan? I think it's Kolokievich. I uh I was told Kovalkovic.
2: Kovalkovic. okay.
1: Oh, Volkiewicz, yeah.
0: Wrong, wrong. Joanna versus Carolina. Joanna yeah, uh, versus Carolina. Yeah. This this fight's been J J K K. This fight's JJ. been brewing for a while. Joanna uh, hates her. Yeah, yeah, she really does. For some reason, Carolina is in Poland. Apparently, is more well regarded of a fighter than Joanna. Oh, okay. I, I, from the back that I got from listening to Dana White on, mm. on uh, and this was before the, I heard this on the Unfiltered podcast a while ago before the, you know Madison Square Garden was full and the card was filled out and everything like that but gotcha. apparently when, when she was coming up through the pros and starting to make waves and the USC was looking at her you ought to begged them to fight to sign her sign her I want to fight this bitch wow. is the exact quote awesome and Jesus. they have they history they fought in amateurs, okay. uh, both I think believe is are both their last fights as amateur MMA fighters. They fought. You know who came out victorious? you Juana did. Juana okay. won. Yeah,
1: yeah. A submission in the fourth or oh, yeah, round, third or fourth round. Okay. So wow, okay. Yep. So these two, these
0: two have a storied history. We, we already know about JJ's resume. We, we've talked about it a lot. We haven't talked a lot about Carolina. She's had some very good fights. Um, wins over Heather Joe Clark, as we talked about earlier. Uh, wins over. Yeah, I can't remember now. Uh, she's got Rana wins Marcos. over Ronda Marcos by decision. Thug, uh, Rose. Thug, obviously, Rose. Was her last fight by decision, and Heather Joe Clark by decision. Um,
2: so 3 0 in the UFC.
0: Yep. Split with Rose, unanimous with Heather Joe Clark and Ronda Marcos. The things that, for me personally, that I I see with Carolina watching those fights back, there's a lot of holes in her game. Um, Randa was able to mm-hmm. hit her a lot. Heather yeah. Joe Clark was able to hit her a lot. Thug did some damage to her. I think those kind of... She's got a lot of power. Carolina does. She's got a great clinch game, and she's very powerful. A very accomplished Muay Thai fighter, just like JJ.
3: Hmm.
0: But if those girls can put it on you like that, Yoana is going to put it on you and it's going to be worse.
2: definitely. You know, you see Ioana came in and, uh, um, Where's her record? Six and zero. Oh. Six and zero oh since uh, coming, since coming yeah. in. You know, Starting uh, out with Julia
0: Lima getting the decision. She had that split decision with Claudia, yeah. and then KO'd the shit out of Carlos Sparza, Jessica and Penny. Penny. Yeah. and then yeah. had a decision with uh, Claudia again and Valerie Letourneau. So
2: she's not had a single easy fight. No. coming in every one of these girls that she's fought have been either championship caliber or just. On the cusp of, yeah. you know, Gedalia, uh, The, the you thing
1: also with, uh, with Ioana, like, with, like you say, the no easy fights, and when you look at the statistics, I don't know if it's the women's division or, or UFC overall, but she owns the three largest um, significant strike differentials. In, in the in history.
0: Oh, yeah. And, oh, and if, yeah. You, I mean, what she did to Sparza and what she did to Letourneau.
2: She just tees off on them. Yeah. You know, it's like they're they're a stationary bag, and she pop, pop,
1: pop, It doesn't, yeah, doesn't matter how hard they are. She makes them look like they're levels below her.
0: And the other thing I've noticed with Carolina is she fades in fights. Randa Randa took it to her later in the fight in the second round, like, dominated her. uh uh, she she her foot came off the gas and had a Joe Clark's fight both the, the second and third round where she she just showed less. If you take your foot off the gas and even against Thug, she took her foot off yeah. the gas a little bit too. If she takes her foot off the accelerator whatsoever against Joanna, it's it's lights out. you gonna get tuned up and worked, yeah. man. She's You're gonna, gonna get, get worked over, and that's what I see happening. I don't think Joanna finishes her. She may. She know. may because I don't know what Carolina does in five, uh, but I, I can see Joanna taking it deep and just continuing to beat the brakes off. Of
2: Absolutely, you know, I think I think we see championship rounds, um, whether or not once it gets to four uh, and maybe even early into five, if Carolina can even breathe and right. walk anymore, but. Uh, is going to be crisp, because she always has been. Her pacing. You
0: know.
1: Her pacing is just
2: incredible,
1: man. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um. I mean, we, we talked about earlier, the, the, the fight against Claudia uh, the UFC 200 weekend. You know, for someone who was beaten up pretty rough in the first two rounds, she looked like it was the first round in round three and four. Yep.
0: She's faced adversity and yep. came back, and I don't know Carolina has been tested like that.
2: I don't think she ever has, not to this point. She's go, she's going to be this weekend. And Definitely. You know, whether she uh, she comes out of it is yet to be seen. But she, I don't think she does. I've got Yuana right. I've got Ioana bringing her into four and finishing her with strikes in four with Carolina not having anything left in the tank is the only reason why. And uh, and still for me, yeah. I, I really think she is. I agree.
0: Carolina's got the skill sets and the and the that she could pull off this upset. Absolutely, I can see reasons why, but there are just holes in her game that I see, that I think Juana going to pick apart. So yeah,
1: I'm with you. And still, Ryan. Yeah, uh, yeah I mentioned it before, and we and we've talked about it. Um, I have uh, I have Carolina in this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I it's a, a, a gut feeling, and you know, like I I truly believe in everything that you know you can read and study and watch everything tells me that Joanna's going to win and i think that she probably will but i'm picking i'm picking uh, carlina to win just nice. because so I, there's a feeling that i have i don't know why but mm-hmm. i'm leaning towards her right when the fight was made and you know, uh, on the show in the past, I've you know we've done our picks. and I've gone back, and I said, you know what, guys, I'm going to switch <laughs> it up just because. And yeah, you guys always tell me to twice. stick with the gut, so sticking with the gut. I'm taking Carolina in uh, in the upset win. Very nice.
2: Okay. okay.
1: All right. Well, um, I think and then the news coming up this week that Joanna's talking retirement already, um, ready to give it up and start her family. Makes me wonder like where her head's at going into this fight. Also. Oh wow, I, I, missed, uh, I missed that too. I yeah. completely missed that one. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, for, it was earlier this week. She came out and she dropped the big R word and said, "You know, I'm ready for a family, I'm getting married, I want to have kids, and I don't want to be doing this when, I, when, uh, when I'm a mother." Were you to share the news with
2: us, asshole? Thanks a lot, dude. Well,
1: I th- I thought you guys would have seen it.
2: <laughs> we'll check it out, but. Uh... You know until that time she's still the reigning champ and uh you know maybe we'll, we'll see a new champion who knows hard to say uh, stranger things have happened
0: sure um yeah Woo. this is a fight that uh is another tough one and this is this is a super concerning one for me because i'm a big fan of of this fighter mm-hmm. uh you. chris wyden taking on you while romero probably going to be the de facto person, winner of the fight's going to get a shot at Michael Bisping. Yeah. Yeah. Especially
2: with losing Rock, Holden Souza. Yeah. Um, I, this is the title eliminator to me.
0: Definitely. Uh, Yoel, oh my god, he looks like a fucking animal, man. Somebody tweeted out some pictures of him today, and Jesus, yeah, God. Yeah, I've seen those. You saw it you better be paying
1: attention.
2: And he's the one saying that Weidman needs to be tested more. Right. You know, remember that you yep. know, the whole deal with yeah. Yeah. What Ray, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. you know, back when D went
1: viral. Yeah,
2: yeah. back when Dave one viral. I actually had the balls to say Weidman needs to be tested more? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? This guy he's an idiot.
1: Yeah, he he has... walking around with testosterone lower <laughs> than fourteen-year-old like, boy's. Have oh, you guys no.
0: seen the gift though? <laughs> of somewhere I think it was from this week. He's training with somebody else in the parking garage. There's somebody doing striking and over in the back corner is like Yoel Romero. And he's just like, he's got this guy, his partner, and he's just like flipping him around in different positions, like around this human being. Jeez. Like he's like curling him and then flipping him and then flipping (laughs) him around. It's fucking insane. Wow. No, I missed that Holy shit. It's nuts. Nuts. I wish
2: What, is, um, what does Wyman have to do to beat a guy like that? You know, to beat someone with freakish strength, to beat someone with great, just as good, if maybe even better wrestling than... Wy- wrestling. Better. No, definitely better. A hell- don't get me wrong, Wyman's a hell of a wrestler, but Yoel has been to... As a silver medalist. You know, on a much higher uh, level of competition in just wrestling alone, so... Uh-oh. Yeah, it's... What does Wyvern have to do to beat I, th- I
1: think in MMA wrestling, though, Wyvern gets a bit of an edge.
0: Possibly. I don't know, man. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I don't be. know. I mean... Let's go take a look at something. you well took down and controlled Souza.
3: Yeah.
0: And well really hasn't... He's got zero
2: submissions.
0: No. You know, well, I think this goes by knockout. But like to be know. able to... to, to not be scared on the ground mm-hmm. of what Jacare Souza is going to do to you oh, and yeah. land, Ground and Pound. wyman is phenomenal and he does have great MMA wrestling mm-hmm. but
2: And he's got good enough striking to hang with it too. Definitely, you know? but I don't
0: know if you want to if you want to just stand there and try to trade blows with you while we're married. It's either. another
2: issue. There's so many things. I mean, how do you attack Romero at that point if you're Tire him out in That's know, what you do. You just keep dragging him around and get him into deepness. And, you don't try to drown him. Yeah,
0: the thing that Chris has is that he is a phenomenal jujitsu practitioner. Absolutely. Uh, black belt and sero Jitsu under Enzo Gracie. So, that's definitely something to have an ace in his back pocket.
1: <clears throat>
0: but, man,
1: I don't know. I think a big a big key uh, for for Weidman is he has to get a he has to take down early on and you know kind of get into Romero's head that Romero's like oh it's going to give it down and you know maybe like start getting into the, the mental aspect and then go from there. But if, I think that if he doesn't get a takedown, Early enough in the fight, I think could be a very long night for Weidman. No,
2: that's, that's a good point. You know, you know, take it to him early, prove that he can, you know, beat him at his own game, kind of deal. get yep. some psychological warfare. That's a good point, Ryan. Um, reach-wise, five-inch reach advantage, height,
0: all goes to Weidman. Yeah, you know, he's Which got that. Good. He's got to keep because yeah. he's got to keep
1: you at distance. Definitely. Uh, Which is weird because when you look at Romero, you'd think he's like a heavyweight.
0: Yeah, he looks, looks like what? 'Cause he's so. built like a brick shithouse. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um who do, you, who
2: do you guys got in this one though? Because this one seems to be like um, the few buddies that I talked to Scott and those guys that I mentioned, Rich and of course Joe Joey Lightagast and you know, all the guys that I just kinda of speak to, but I think it's kind of even on who's picking who. It's like, you know, they everyone wants to pick Weber, but they just they they can't. You know, they're like, I can't pick. You know, how can I pick against Romero? He's a medalist and he's a killer. He is
0: all of those things, and it's concerning to me. But I'm gonna ride with my dude. I'm gonna, I'm taking Weidman. I think he grinds out a decision here, even though against uh, conventional wisdom, everybody seems to think well, Romero is gonna beat him and yeah. go on and probably, you know, possibly beat Bisping. But I think, <coughs> I think Weidman. I think Weidman tires him out. I don't think all can keep up with the pacing that Weidman will put on him. Okay. Um, we've, we've seen time and time again that all has no gas tank. Uh, he barely makes it out of third-round fights. And he could very well in the third round get put to sleep because Chris will catch you because Chris do yeah. not get tired, yeah. except against Luke Rockhold. It's the only time I've ever seen Chris get tired. too,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that was in a different circle. He was getting, getting whooped. That he got tired from getting whooped. That like he was looking crisp in that fight before uh, everything fell apart for him with that spinning kick. And then when he was taken down, started getting beaten on. You know, if he doesn't do that kick, I think that Weidman's stamina would have been just as good as we've seen in the past. Well, he was he was kind of
0: kind of uh, falling back when he threw that kick. Like he was starting to tire out, and I think he threw that kick out of desperation.
1: And why the kick looked so terrible. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was shit.
2: You know, it was just thrown there to, I don't know why, I don't know why bad decision-making. Uh, We've we, all made bad decisions. Definitely.
0: Oh, God. I've been, I've been <laughs> bad decisions. <a> lot. Uh, <laughs> who do you guys got? Dave?
2: I'm sticking with Wyman. Uh, reach. Um, the re- He's going to utilize the reach advantage, and he's going to gas him, and that's how he's going to have to win. Okay.
0: right. Ryan?
1: Yeah, I'm get a clean sweep there. I'm going with Weidman. This is like, I told you guys the other day that most of these fights, like I'm flipping coins because I can see for a lot of these fights, both guys winning. I can make up the scenario. But ultimately, I think that um, the striking is going to help Weidman out. Uh, like I said, I think he, he gets an early takedown and kind of gets into uh, Romero's head and... Uh, he, I don't know if he finishes him or if it goes to decision, but uh, I think Romero uh, gets tired out um, in the second round and just kind of goes from there.
3: Okay.
2: What do you say, brother? Oh, I got Wyman. Full Wyman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Full totally Wyman. got Wyman. Yeah.
0: I, say, I say Wyman grinds about out or he finishes him in the third because he's just done. This what... this is a fun fight. Um you got Cowboy Cerrone taking on Kevin Gastelum. I a lot of fun in this fight. Anytime you're going to put Cowboy Cerrone in a cage, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm watching it. I think this yeah. is a really good test for him at welterweight. He's looking good at welterweight. He's weight, looking man. great, he's great at, looking at welterweight. Healthy and stronger than
2: ever. His last fight, he really showed strength.
0: But this he's dude a, is a beast. He's a
2: monster. Kevin
0: Calvin Gastelum is a beast.
2: He's a well-rounded, amazing wrestler. Good enough striker um, t- tenacious. Yeah, he's, he's a hell,
0: hell of a fighter. Uh, man, this is another tough one to call. Like for me personally, because I I love Cowboy. He's probably one of my favorite fighters to watch yeah. fight. But Calvin Gasolum is legit as fuck. Yeah, and uh, something somebody brought up. On, it was either Severe or Talking... I think it was Severe, actually, because the Talking Brawls episode I listened to was an older one. So on the Severe MMA show, somebody... I think it was Sean, she, and the host... ...pointed out about uh, Cowboys' tendency to... ...fluster and fail out in big fights. Okay, yeah. Well, right, yeah, yeah. Not, you know, not wrong. Not wrong at all. And if he has one of those showings like he had against RDA... Um, and, you know, and some other... Uh, Benson Henderson wasn't his best fight. I really you didn't know. think he won that fight, but he won the fight anyway. If he fights one of those
1: nights or he's
0: just having an off-cowboy night, Calvin Glassman is going to beat the shit out of him. That's, uh...
2: That's why I'm, I'm going against my conventional pick. Technically, I would... I would I've would i hardly ever picked against Cowboy, but I'm going to in this case. Okay. I, think, I think Calvin Gaston just grants him out. I think he's he's... Too much, too aggressive. Um, Cowboy likes to kind of stand back and bang and throw the leg shots and you know throw those nice little pretty combos that he throws against a less aggressive opponent. And Gaslam is just going to be way too aggressive for him to get away with those things. Definitely. And he's going to put him against the cage. He's going to take him down. He's going to grind him out. He's going to use that wrestling. And uh, I think he wins, man. I think Kelvin Gaslam takes this one from Cowboy. Okay.
1: Ryan... Yeah, uh, to be honest, I thought I was going to be the only one to take uh, to take Gastelum. Uh, Whenever Sterling fights, I always ride with him because he's he is a fun guy to watch. Uh, Gastelum, you know as long as he makes the weight uh, and he makes it right, he's he can be an unstoppable force. Um, I think that you know, I think his, I think he wrestles him early on. And, and tires him out and just I it'll be a decision win. I think it'll be a convincing decision win. Um I think we're gonna see something almost like uh how he fought uh even how he fought Hendricks at two hundred. Uh he's shown that he can beat the big names on a big stage. Um I don't I don't see I don't see Cerrone pulling it off. I'm with you,
2: brother
1: I'll be the one.
0: I'm taking Cowboy. I, ben, I, I I'm not, really no shame in taking. I'm, no, no. I'm not confident in it whatsoever. Not confident in it at all. But I'm taking him. I will ride with him.
2: I oh, love the guy. Are you too? I love watching. You know what? Even if Cowboy came out and lost, I still like watching him fight. You know, it's Cowboy is yeah. one of the guys that you know, he's so uh, balls out. He don't care. He's he's literally the epitome of. I don't give a fuck. And he'll go out there and fight anybody, anytime. I really I love Cowboy. I just, you know, and this well, that, that's matchup,
1: why I told you, I you think guys earlier this week that maybe uh, Cerrone can take on, uh, can take on Kim T- Tim Kennedy early on and then go into the Gaslam fight. He
2: would. Yeah. yeah. He'd, take, he'd, take, he'd say, hell yeah, let's do this. Give me two
1: paychecks. <laughs> Light him up, I'll knock him down. <laughs> yeah.
2: If he could get two paychecks out of the deal, he'd do it in a heartbeat.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey,
1: You're going to pay me <laughs>
2: fat? Let's go. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be an outstanding fight, guys. It really is. This is you know, this could you could see fight of the night out of this. You never know with you know a cowboys fighting. It's hard to say. Yeah. You know, you probably won't. But these guys are going to stand and bang. You know? no doubt. And it's going to be an outstanding fight. Outstanding fight.
0: Opening up the main card, we've got Misha Tate taking on Raquel Pennington. Another fun, fun, exciting fight. Uh, Rocky's been coming on quite a lot. I mean, she's she's really put together a good streak of fights. Um, she's looked better every time she's fought. Can you yeah bring up Listen, her? We'll bring her up real quick. You know, the the fight she had against Holly Holm, I thought she still had a good performance, even in loss, and that was her last loss. Yeah. She has since losing to Holly Holm. Back in 2015, has put together three straight wins, beating uh, Jessica Andrade by submission, which is no simple feat. Not at all. Andrade is no. a beast. Monster. Yeah. And now that she's down at 15, she's an absolute killer. Uh, so, like, beat up on Betch. Yep. She got a decision over Betch and a unanimous decision over Elizabeth Phillips in her last fight back in August. She's also beaten on. Uh, she beat Evan up Evan Ashley. Smith. Yep. She beat up Ashley Evan Smith and uh, then beat Roxanne Modaffei.
1: Ooh, and is a that, decorated uh, that Evan Smith fight, that was the one too where Rocky was opened up like a nasty split, yeah, yeah. and and got her into the rear naked choke. Was it? Right, yeah, right in the first round. And uh, the, the round ends, she stands up. the Referee's like, oh shit, that girl's out cold. Yeah, yeah, that was that was
2: a uh, that was amazing. Um, and of course, going into this fight, Nisha Tate ranked number one for the bantamweight. Uh, Rocky Pennington, number eight. Um, I know I'm gonna let you kick this one off first, right? Because I know that uh, you're you're very that's your
0: wife. You know that's well, your, that's your girl. MMA, your I MMA mean, wife. We can't disrespect your actual
1: wife because she's a saint.
0: Well, and also,
1: I, I can't really call her my wife because if I do, Tisha Torres would probably come in and whip my ass. Yeah, Tisha Torres will beat the shit out of you, man. <laughs> She's like, she'll be like watch, watch who you're talking about. You know, <laughs> His wife, <my>
2: bitch. Congrats <laughs> to them for coming out. You know, they, they did something really brave, Tisha and Rocky. They came out and, you know, they. Uh, Came out of the closet and, and said that they're this and they're that. So not necessarily in the closet,
0: that's a bad thing. Yeah, I was just because Rocky's they always been open. Yeah. She's always been an open...
2: But they came out... They came out, out as a couple. We are a couple. Though, yeah,
1: absolutely. You know? And that's good for them. Yeah, it's uh, no surprise for me. I'm, I'm taking Rocky. I, I ride with her all the time. Yeah. Ever since the, the Ultimate Fighter uh, the, that she was on... Um, I'm, I think I'm, I'm kind of interested in see what Misha Tate we get. Are we going to get the one that went into Holly Holm and dominate, dominate when she had to, to to get the win and the huge upset come from behind? Or is it maybe the one that had to be basically dragged to the weigh-ins because of a terrible cut and then was just destroyed by... Um, I'm um, blanking on the name here. Amanda Nunes, 135 pound champion. What like what are we gonna see? Um, I, I think ultimately uh, Rocky will digs deep. Decision win probably. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, a finish, but I, I think uh, I think it'll be, it'll go to the decision with the with Rocky winning, just grounding it out. Okay.
2: Well uh, Rocky is going to get choked out, uh, probably right around the early part of the third, and I think Tate, it's, I think it's a good fight, but I think Tate's too much for, her. um, uh, too many, too many, uh, Tate has too many skills, uh, and by that I mean she's got great, she's great in the ground, she's great in the uh, uh, jiu she's, uh, uh, she's a great striker, but she's extremely tough, and I think she can hang in there and last with Rocky. And I think she ends up, I think she ends up finishing her like the third. I think Misha has a great showing this weekend.
1: Yeah, she needs it coming off of that last uh, that last one.
2: And that's another reason too is uh she's also I've been paying attention to the weight cuts too, and she's looked really good uh, coming into this uh, this weekend. She's not had. Uh, any of the weight issues that she had last time. She had some mm-hmm. wicked cuts the to last two. Oh, yeah. She's very confident yeah. that her diet changes and stuff that she's not going to have, she's not going to be struggling to make the weight. She's very confident yeah. that 35 is going to be good to go and we're not going to see any of those issues this time. So right. that's that's a big plus.
1: Yeah, I was even going to say um, just before we started here today, I uh, saw a picture of her online. She uh, you know, put it up. Uh, uh, pre weigh uh, selfie, and she looks like, she looks like she's ready to go right now, and she yeah. looks, looks healthy.
0: I'm, uh, I'm gonna take the upset, man. I'm taking the upset, I think. You're uh, taking Tate? Uh, no, I'm taking, I'm <laughs> taking Rocky, man. <laughs> I know, I mean, New York Times, come on, you don't nice right know I don't, I think Misha, Misha, everything you said, Misha posts a big threat, <laughs> I think, though, the striking is totally in Rocky's favor, and I think she hits harder than what Holly Holm did to her. I think Rocky's confident enough on the ground. She's a good enough uh, wrestling defense and jujitsu that even if it goes to the ground, I think she can hold her own with Misha, but on their feet, I think she's going to bust Misha up. I really do. Her hands gotcha. are better. She lands three almost four strikes a minute with a fifty one percent accuracy. Right? Yeah, man. She she can she can throw.
2: Great defense too. Look at that. It's, you know, sixty six percent and you know, maybe absorbs a little bit more than Misha, but big deal. Look at their output, you know. Yeah. Double the output.
0: Yep. Yep, so I, I think this is gonna be kicking off our, our main card. It's the first part of the, the main output. card. I think Rocky gets the decision though. I think she grinds one out and pulls. it It's gonna set out. the pace, man. pace, well, the pace, oh, the pace okay, is Jess. gonna be set. The pace is already <laughs> oh, gonna be set. Let's
2: uh, let's look at, um, let's look at a couple more fights in this card. Yeah. About that.
1: Um, Why not? Because the prelims are. Because there's stack. one
2: card. Now that I mentioned, it, there's one fight in those prelims. I think it's gonna help set that kind of set that pace. You know, set that tone. There's a few
0: of them. Yeah. I think that had the potential for it. Yeah. Uh, Early prelims, you got Jim Miller and Tiago, I mean, we, we can yeah. just go back. Uh, Tiago, is it Tiago yeah, Tiago or... Alves and, and Jim Miller are the the main prelim fight. Uh, I'm yeah. actually excited. That's... Sorry. Oh no, I, I was I was just gonna say I'm actually excited about the the first fight of the prelim. Uh, Liz Carmouche and, and Caitlin uh, Shikagin. I like Caitlin. I've, I've watched the last couple of fights, and Liz and Carmouche yeah. is, I mean,
1: she almost beat Ronda. Yeah, yeah like, that's right. Don't forget about that one.
2: She's a veteran, too. She, yeah, she's seen oh, a lot. she man. And, uh, um, that's going to be our very first fight of the night, right? Yep,
0: that's the opener.
2: Uh, Liz and Caitlin, so. Caitlin kicking. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, to me, you know, once we get up here, uh um, and then, you know, we got Jim Miller in that. And so, Jim and Tiago are going to... You know, this is a spot for Jim.
0: These two are just going go to go to war, man. They're going to go to war. This is Tiago's first fight at uh,
1: Lightweight, isn't it? It
2: has to
1: be. He's yeah, I think so. Altered, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. so this is his it's first still, fight. So a bit of a bummer, though, on that one. Because like, I was really, really hoping to see Ali Quinta and, and Tiago throw down before... The UFC yeah, went full UFC on Ana Quinta.
0: Yeah, that was a bummer about Yeah. But, you know, what do you do?
2: Jimmy Miller and is, this, is a, this is. I think we've seen Jim in this spot the last two or three times he's fought in this kind of main event of the early prelims yeah, spot. Yep. You know, right around at that
0: spot. Yeah, I and mean, that's where him and Diego fought at two hundred. Yeah, yeah, so I think he's gonna him kind and, Yeah, that's right, that's right. Him and Joey Lozon fought there I can't remember when, but they it, Jimmy Miller's kind of yeah. the that early prelim man. You can't you know
2: this is gonna be a fun fight. Yeah you know, whichever way it goes. Yeah. You know, when you talk about the the, the prelims, you know, the fight that really has that big chance to set the tone.
1: Definitely.
0: Is Frankie Edgar
2: against Jeremy Stevens. Without a doubt.
1: You know. I mean, that, that thing's got fight of the night written all over it. Yeah, it really does. Yeah,
0: it's got, it's, it's got definitely, it's got KO of the night potential even though they don't really give that bonus on anymore. No. uh, You know, Jeremy Stevens can stop you at any moment and Frankie yep. shown he's got power in his hands too.
2: His durability is, is Frankie's uh, bread and butter. The guy can he can strike with you. He can wrestle with you, but he can last. You know he'll yeah. last all three rounds if he yep. won't He will not lose a step. Um, but
1: in this fight, he, he gets stronger in some fights as they go on.
2: That's the thing with Frankie, man. There's no there's no quit in this guy. Frankie's giving um, him three inches, but both height height and reach. Three inches to a. Devastating striker. Yeah. A guy that, I mean, you know, who the fuck is this guy? I know we know all that stuff. Right. right, right. He does have a point. He knocks dudes oh, out. Oh, James Stevens has got uh, a resume, man. Ask you Nearly know, 70% of his goes. victories, knockouts. Yeah. Ask RDA. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. So, I, this, I love Frankie. You know, I Frankie's, you know, walkout music was my favorite, but aside the point that, you know, uh, I absolutely love Frankie Edgar. I love everything he does. But this is a hard fight. This is a hell of a fight for Frankie Edgar.
0: Without a doubt. Yeah. I Without a doubt, it's, it's, to it's a tough. It's a tough test for Frankie.
1: Man, he's he's in a dangerous, dangerous fight. Dangerous. dangerous I don't, you fight. know, what you're talking about Misha Tate uh, at two hundred needing to to come back and put a good performance. Now uh, Edgar's in the exact same position coming off uh, his right. performance at 200. He needs to come back and. Boss. If he loses this one, he could. He's potentially looking at you no know, no more title shots, or if he, like it's going to be a. He's going to need a, a couple big, big, big wins to get his name back in the title picture. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, he's he's kind of in a tough spot, and it's a tough fight, man. Jeremy Jeremy Stevens is. There's nobody to to lay off on. It,
2: it could last twenty seconds, Steven one shot's all Stevens needs. Yeah. One shot. He's got legit yep. one shot knockout power. Yep. I don't think he does. I'm taking Frankie Edgar. I think Frankie grinds it out. I think it's it goes three rounds and Frankie just puts the uh puts the pace on him and just is too much for Jeremy to deal with. You know, that's my pick. But at the same time, if Stevens hits him with just a single shot, it's, it could be done with. Yep. But I'm still taking Frankie. I'm riding with Frankie on this one. I'm with you.
0: I think Frankie grinds it out Frankie yeah. style. Yeah.
1: Uh, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah, Frankie. I. Um, after the uh, Grammy eatered Frankie 2, uh, I've learned uh, to never doubt what Frankie Yeager can do. It's a good point very good point yeah like I mean yeah, I mean I forget I uh, was it? oh God I'm losing his name but one of Frank Aver's first fights I mean he was in a nasty uh, submission hold and there was like 30 seconds left on the clock and he just held off and held off and held off I mean he showed his toughness early on in his career and uh, he's shown that you know he can bow back from anything I mean Stevens obviously hits harder than a lot of other guys, but I think I think Edgar can take him down, do what he has to do, and uh, that'll play into the stand up game for him. Very good. Good good point, brother. Let's
0: do one more. Yeah. Um sh- Natal and Bush?
2: Well, Khabib.
1: Oh yeah, the, the- yeah, I was gonna say. Thank you <laughs> God. I was gonna throw and Natal as a joke. I didn't think you were gonna be serious.
0: Hey, man, we got to Khabib. Man. I mean, this is gonna be easy. I'll talk to him Tim to, to the barbarian Bosh I talk Bojan. No, uh, yeah, we got Khabib Nurmagomedov and, and Michael Johnson taking on each other, number two and number six, respectively, in the 155-pound division. Oh man. Um this is
2: the easiest fight for me. Yeah. I'll take this one over real quick. This one's the easiest fight for me. Khabib goes in there and he stops him. I don't care how if it's submission or knockout, doesn't really matter to me. Khabib finishes this guy as almost uh, an exhibition fight. Uh, you know, no offense, Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson's got some great wins, and he's a good fighter. Khabib is just on a different level, and he outclasses him. Period. And that's yeah. that's all.
1: Uh, I got I got Johnson, um, only because wow. I don't know what I'm gonna see in Habib with this long layoff. I know he's come back from layoffs from injuries in the past, and he's looked as if it's he's nothing not that ever long happened. With a layoff?
0: He just fought not
1: that long ago. Habib? Yeah. Oh, yes, right. He fought that no-name kid. Yeah, when Tony got, he was supposed to fight April, Tony in like April or May when Tony got
0: yeah, he beat Daryl Horsher in April. Second
1: round that's play. right, that's right, that's right. I forgot he, that
0: was that when he was, supposed to, he was supposed to fight uh, Tony, and then Tony got blood in his lungs. And then that's why Tony fought that no-name kid. Because Kiesa oh, got okay.
1: Hurt. Yeah, I forgot about that, 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 that other fight that he had. I completely uh, slept on that. I'm going to go Johnson, um, mostly because I guess at the end of the day... A win for Johnson sets up uh, Ferguson nicely. Yeah, it does. A win for Khabib sets up Ferguson either way. I think that I think if Khabib wins, they're going to set up Khabib and, Fer- and Ferguson. If Khabib loses, sets up Ferguson for a title shot. More, more Probably. likely. Yeah. Maybe. That, I mean that
2: makes that makes sense. Uh, but then it also depends on Connor and uh, and Eddie. Yeah. At that point, yeah. too. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of ifs in that one. A lot up. of variables, yeah.
0: Yeah. You? I, uh, be, I, think he, uh, I think he grinds out a victory. I don't know if he can finish Michael Johnson. I mean, yeah. I, do I think he can finish Michael Johnson? Absolutely yeah. do. I think he will. We'll see what happens. But I, I know he's going to spend a lot of time on the ground. There's going to be a lot of ground and pound. Definitely. Um, I could see him definitely finishing Michael second, third round. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I think I think it'd be. Johnson's fight. one of
1: those guys that gets frustrated easily. We've yeah. seen uh, Nate in Diaz past, broken and, real quick the, uh, against Jonathan Brookins in the Ultimate Fighter finale. He got he got uh, tired, he got uh, mentally played, and then the Nate Diaz fight. Everyone thought, oh, here, like, this is gonna be Johnson's big coming out party, and Diaz, you know, once stopped again, that train really fast.
0: Once again, you just drop. I Jonathan, Jonathan I do, but I haven't heard that name in so many uh, years. If,
1: if I didn't drop Jonathan Brooken's name at some in this podcast, my wife would probably leave me because <laughs> that was her uh, favorite Ultimate Fighter fighter. So, what? Have, you know, You guys, some props. Okay, good, good lord.
0: Holy
1: shit! So, Kara, if you're listening, Jonathan Brookens, that call was for you. Is Jonathan Brookens even <laughs> fighting <laughs> He's anymore? fighting over in Europe. Uh, Okay. If uh, Brookings had a fight in Finland About a month or so ago
0: Jesus God I haven't heard the name Jonathan Brookins In so yeah. long I forgot the name <laughs> of him. He, I remember the guy He was he was pretty cool and fun to watch on the, on the Ultimate Fighter But I mostly just remember him Because of his mm. hair Oh God he's terrible yeah, He just got... He just, he just got unlucky. He's like, when, terrible. In, he in, hasn't... The house, in the house he was good, but after he uh,
1: entered into the UFC, he just he couldn't hang with those guys. He
0: hasn't won a fight since 2014.
1: And that's why he's fighting in Finland.
0: Yeah, because yeah. he fought <laughs> in Pancrase, in Euro FC, and now he's he, 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 Z in promotion. Z Promotion.
2: Oh boy, he's not had the best record.
0: Let's just No, losses loss to no. Poirier, losses to Charles Mark, Oliveras.
2: Mark he's a ref.
0: That's who the referee was. Oh I'm sorry. I the fighter fighter. <laughs> <everybody.
2: laughs> I was like, what the hell? He lost to a ref?
0: Yeah, no worried. Charles said, look, we need you to
1: you know we need to boost your uh,
3: boost your uh your ride in, green,
1: uh, <laughs> really trained in five it. years. A little overweight. Oh, All
2: right, man.
0: so he's fighting Tom and Mickey and Shatari. Shatari, I mean, significant losses to Poirier, to Charles Oliveira. Jesus Christ, we're in a goddamn cave hole looking up Jonathan Broome. <laughs> what
2: the fuck you did, nice, Ryan. Ryan? I put my glasses on because of you. It's twenty after oh, ten, oh, no, and you got I mean,
1: me in a Jonathan Broome cave hole. Yell at Kara for this one. Yell at Kara. That's all, that's I'll, I'll never I will her.
0: never yell at Kara Number one
1: She seems like she's a very sweet lady And she's pregnant I will not yell at a
0: pregnant lady yeah, that's ridiculous. I'll yell at you for suggesting for me to yell at your wife Bad Ryan Shame on you what I you hope guess? she listens to this and knows that
1: We <laughs> chastised you for this
2: and you well deserve uh, it.
1: She will, and she'll and she'll say thank you for Saint Jonathan <laughs> What
2: do you guys think of this card overall? Is it really going to stand up to the hype? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I have no doubts.
0: Everybody better put a pot of coffee on because it's going to be a late night. Yeah, it'll they, definitely be. They, a I, night.
1: I don't know if I can, need the coffee. I think like just think the uh, the natural high of watching like some of these fights is just going to pump me right through. I me. Mean, I start work that day. Uh, before 30 and I have a feeling that I'm going to be up for a full 24 hours that day. Well, I, th- I
0: think that you know
2: this fight's going to this card.
0: They got the slot till 2 a.m. They bought the pay per view till 2 a.m. just to protect themselves. I mean, you got you got the potential of three 25 minute fights just right. in the main three. So that's an hour and a half, basically hour and 45 minutes right. with all the walkout bullshit and intro stuff. Just in the main three fights,
2: exactly. And if the other three go the distance, Which they, these three fights have the potential of totally potential. We we we, can see every single fight out here. You know, I I doubt we will, but the first three go the distance easy. You know, Um, I could see a couple of these going too, especially you know the the early prelims. I mean, it's just gonna be a long night. Yep,
1: it's It's gonna gonna be be a long long night. night. That's so like gonna say, be a fun night.
0: Put the coffee on yeah. because
2: it's gonna be an exciting night. There's gonna be a lot of history being made, oh, a lot totally. of great knockouts, a lot of great jitsu. You know, a lot of great grappling. There's gonna be excitement from from all around, but it's gonna be time I'm gonna,
0: consuming. I'm gonna be eating some good food. That's for sure. Yeah, I think
2: I'm going oh. to efforts for this, but I'm not sure. If I'm not, I'm gonna be coming in uh, invading your space. You're welcome. You know,
0: you're welcome. Ryan, if you weren't, like, 18 hours away, I'd tell you to fucking
1: bring your (laughs) ass to, but... I'd hitchhike if I could, but my passport's uh, no longer usable, and your president doesn't, well, your future president doesn't like immigrants, so I gotta be careful now. Yeah.
2: Um, We lost a fight... We did in this card. We did lose uh, Rashad Evans and Tim Kennedy for an
0: undisclosed injury reason. Yeah, I said uh, something with his MRI, just some good. lingering thing with an MRI. But you can't get cleared to New York. But hey, they're going to be added to two hundred six. Ta-da! Rashad Evans oh, and Tim Kennedy added else to two hundred six. So we're able to take care of it. Yeah, something like that.
1: Or
2: they just don't coddle yeah. him like New York does. Right. Which yeah, going to fight. the other way. <laughs> now, this is Rashad's
0: first fight at 85, it right? It is. It is his first time yeah. coming down to 85. Okay. He looking phenomenal. He looked
2: amazing in those
0: images. Ryan doesn't up. seem to think he would have been able to make the 10 huh. pounds that he needed to lose. But that's because Ryan doesn't he, understand the wrestlers. He,
1: he, looked just, that, he looked like that, that scary skinny that... What's he going to do if they... What the skinny did of that?
0: That dude looked like he, he was ready to fucking kill people.
1: Yeah, but I mean, still gonna drop. He still has to drop ten pounds. That's and he looked like from that. He just, he, like, think that. I, I don't mean thin in 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 the wrong way. I mean it in the sense that he yeah, looked like there was no so more weight either. left for him to lose. Yeah. Oh, he could have made that other
0: time.
2: Yeah, I think, that's I think
0: a, okay. Ten pounds—that's an easy cut.
2: I
1: think you would have been alright um, well, well, I mean, well, well I mean, we're, we're going to see him in month mind. and we'll find out yeah, yeah, man, we're we'll gonna see to. 206 see
0: him in we're gonna, and speaking of UFC 206 uh, we have decided that we are going to do the first ever Average Joe's I don't know what we're going to call it we'll, we'll rip off the JRE right now and call oh, it quote unquote quote, Fight Companion yeah. but we'll, well, let's know. let's
2: say it like this it's going to be Fight Companion style yeah how about
0: that yeah. we're we're call fight, it's Fight Night with the Joe's there it is We'll take yeah. that. Fight night with the Joe. Yeah, yeah we're going to have... The
1: difference between the, the Joe Rogan one is that this, uh, this companion talk, there's not going to be a lot of like, knowledge of what's going to be happening with those. guys and break things down as the fight's about to start.
2: This is going to be what's awesome. We're going to be sitting here. We're going to have Ryan from Canada on a, on a computer talking into a microphone. And Jeff and I, and we're going to be Recording and we're gonna be we're gonna have some video up maybe yeah we're gonna try to go know, like
0: a live YouTube
2: feed some or YouTube feed, so like you maybe, guys can uh, watch the fights along with us. We'll start off with maybe a Facebook live for five ten minutes yeah. just to get people kind of you know to see what we're going through and and uh, it's gonna be uh, the main card of two hundred six I yeah. think we'll call it you know yep. it's yep. just gonna be enough it's gonna be a fun night it's gonna be history for us and uh, I am so looking forward to that. Me too. Let's talk. Uh, Real quick about some, uh, the <laughs> thing that was broke this week.
0: So, we had been waiting for a result. John Jones went for his arbitration last Monday. We got that result this week, and USADA slapped John Jones with a one year suspension retroactive to July when he tested positive. They found him clear of any intentional wrongdoing. So, John was cleared as a cheater. They, they determined that he unknowingly took a substance. John fucked himself by repeatedly just talking about dick pills. Yep. Yeah. yep. Agreed. And so they slapped him with the Anderson Silver one year. Um, and then they, the UFC being they stripped John Jones of his interim light heavyweight title. And
2: so there's just, there's now
0: a unanimous, you know, I'm, one- I'm, two- I'm one- surprised one- champion. that... Well, no, yeah, it's not I thought
1: they got rid of that thing a long time ago. No, they, they were game holding game. on
0: to it, hoping to be able to get that champion versus champion unification. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. The other thing that came out today was Dana White said that John Jones will never headline a pay-per-view again, which we know is bullshit, but yeah, whatever. He may, he
2: may feel that way now because yeah. he's sick and tired of dealing with bones and all this yeah. excessive BS, but Push comes to shove, and you know, John comes back, and people want to see
0: him,
1: he'll do the right thing. Yep. Yeah, remember when Tito Ortiz would never step in the octagon again? Yeah. And then a couple a years times. later, he had <laughs> another five year run?
0: Yeah.
1: These, these things iron themselves out over time. Um, I, I think the worst thing is, is the, with the whole situation is Dana can't let John Jones go. No. He, like, he has not. to keep him around no matter what happens. So like, no matter what Jones does to screw up, Dana cannot let him go to Bellator. He can't risk that 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 jump because that would be the that would be the big one. Uh,
0: another a couple other interesting notes about John uh, this week. It was also broke. Actually, the same day that he received a suspension, um, Chael went on the MMA Hour to break the news that John was going to be competing against Dan Henderson in a submission grappling yes. event. In December, uh, headlining and co-main event will be Misha Tate versus Jessica Ai. Uh Other thing worth noting with John Jones is that John still has to go before the Nevada State Athletic Commission. That suspension was handed down by USADA. That is a USADA sanction. John still has to go in front of the Nevada State Athletic Commission.
1: Okay. And who knows? I didn't think that USADA could just hand up the suspensions. I thought they... The, the testing and then the commissions were the ones that ultimately handed it down. So that one, no, that's kinda, when I when I first heard that, I was just I'm like, oh, I, oh, okay, yeah. That's I, think a that's
2: a, I think that's a common that's a, that's a common misconception is that you know that Ryan says that it, which, that it comes out that way, but it's not. No. He's got to face his commissions and USADA. You know, he's got to face the music, and it may just be like a uh, simultaneous. Kind of suspension deal, or yeah, you know, maybe you, pay some money you, on the fine. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I think they'll kind of do it that way. Uh, but he still—they don't have to. No, they don't. Have know, to it do can anything. be even worse.
0: Yeah, they absolutely do not have to do anything. Um, did either of you see today that uh, Faraz Sahabi's brother was signed by the UFC? No, no, no. really. Yeah, Yeah, I actually uh, retweeted an article from Flow Combat uh, earlier today, which was uh, also contained... let me bring it up real quick. Um, It also has a list of USADA's uh, testing, like the number of times they've tested fighters uh, since the program took in and since 2016. Which I can read a couple of those notes for you too, but yeah. Um, Isn't Connor and Ronda are one and two in testing. Uh, Connor is number one. Ronda was not number two, though. Um,
1: Dan Henderson. I guess you're not being around for a year.
0: Uh, Aiman Sahabi was signed by the UFC. He's six and zero as a professional with three knockouts and three submissions. Uh, trains at TriStar Gym. Uh, obviously, is the younger brother of. For Asahabi, um, he will be fighting at. Uh, let me see. we we'll we'll Bantam. He's a bantamweight. Oh. Wow. Okay.
1: Yep. Bantamweight. Yeah, It'll be fun to see him when he comes through because we've seen what what for us has been able to do for fighters, and now it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, what his brother can do as a fighter. Right.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing that.
1: So here's
0: here's some fun little tidbits of information for you guys as far as um, USADA's sampling. All-time most samples given, Conor McGregor with 18 and Dan Henderson with 18, Vitor Belfort with 16, Anderson Silva with 15, Holly Holm with 15, also RDA and Yoel. Uh Cormier, Fabricio, and Ronda have 14. Eddie Alvarez, Johnny Hendricks, and Robbie Lawler have 13. And then there's a bunch of guys with 12, like Weidman, uh, Velasquez, Yolanda, Misha Tate, Rockhold. Uh, Most samples of 2016 is Anderson Silva with 15, Misha Tate with 12, uh... Test sessions all-time is Dan Anderson. Samples given by a gym. ATT leads with 217. Wow. Next closest is Jackson Wink with 123. The Black Zillions follow that with 95. Really surprising number is Kings MMA with only 61, which is where RDA and Aldo and Henne Burrell. Wow. A
1: lot of other Brazilians that have looked a little different since you saw saw came in, Trina. Did uh, Did you guys catch the the Joey Diaz uh, drug experience episode this week? Uh, parts of it. Is yes. that the one
2: where they talked about Carwin and Fedor?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, they, they were talking about a little bit about these um the drug testing that, and I didn't realize this, but they take all blood and urine samples and they freeze them. For I think it's five years or indefinitely, and they can go back and once they've caught up to the science of the of the steroid or the PED or whatever, they they can actually retroactively um, punish wow. you now. Yep. And they've started doing it already in the Olympics. So they got freezers full right now of blood and urine that who knows? We could find out in ten years time that Connor was on some. Horse meat that no one knew, about that, that, that yeah. today.
2: That's got to be a hell of a job, you know. What do you do for a living? I freeze blood and pee. <laughs> you
0: know? you get paid pretty well, handsome
2: And sometimes
1: right? I unfreeze
2: it, and then I freeze it again. <laughs> I mean, it's got. I mean, yeah. I'm Paid for before, but that's just a it's that's yeah. a weird kind of you know. How do you get it? You know, you don't go to college for blood and pee. I mean, no. I don't know. What,
1: what, what do you do for a job? I wake <laughs> up and I watch guys pee into a cup and yeah. then I freeze it. They call it knees, uh,
2: they call it knees to nipples. You got to drop your pants to your knees and put your shirt up to your nipples and then pee. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it for a drug test. I don't know. Either that or I yeah, for a really you bad can't joke. Have <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do it for me. I mean, you know, unless they just. You
0: know the nurse really likes it. I don't know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> 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 uh, anything Speaking of of uh, the 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 Fedor all that the the fight that we've all been waiting for is official now with Krukov uh, uh, Wanderlei Silva three.
2: Where at? Where's this at? This is Ryzen. Ryzen. This,
1: this is the uh, the Ryzen tournament. Okay. This is the one. That Car one's got. Uh, he doesn't have a uh, Fedor. He has another cat. No, he's just somebody else not- Fedor, they think is uh, setting up for the Matt Mitrione.
2: When does it start?
1: Uh that I forget. I, I think, think it's January. I think it's yeah, December January. Okay, but I I'm not. I'm not 100 on I, that. I know
0: Bellator has a card on New Year's Eve. Verizon might be a part of that. Okay.
2: Need yeah. something to check out. Yeah. You know, I'm interested in seeing Crow. I love watching Crow Cop all the time, anytime he does anything.
1: Definitely. And, and, yeah, and you know, this is going to be, I mean, they're going to be much older, but it's going to be the the exact same rules as Pride. You talk about the urine collection, just go take your pee, put it on that table where no one's watching.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, I know we'll probably get into it a little bit next week, and maybe not just because of how much, you know, we'll be talking about 205, but, uh, You guys looked at the fight card for next week uh, with um, what was supposed to be uh, Sousa and uh, Rockhold, but now, you know, the the Musasi Hall fight. There's a pretty good card on here, man. Yeah. Musasi Hall, your headliner. You got Loboff and Horiguchi. Pearson, uh, Ross Pearson's fighting. Kevin Lee's fighting. Um.
1: This guy's yeah, a killer. Mustafa.
0: Mustafa. Ugh, I'm so bad with This me.
1: is the two parts in one day card uh, day, right? No. No? no? think so. I think it is,
2: dude. Is it the 2-1? It's, it's the 19th and the 19th, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, it is this the 2-1.
2: This is the one from, uh, this is in Ireland, yep. and this one's in Brazil.
0: Damn. I didn't even realize this card was going on. Megan
2: Morales, Vidalia.
0: Holy shit! Tyson, Jocko, and Elvis, and I mean, other than the main card, they really not shit for the no. Brazil card. But yeah, but the know. Dublin card is
2: pretty good, though, man.
1: Yeah. The is
0: amazing. I love watching him. Yeah, McCall and Siri. And that's going to be a good yeah, fight. Uh be great. Um,
1: yeah, it's going to be good to see a single creepy back.
0: Amanda, yeah, Amanda Bobby Cooper. She's a Michigan fighter uh, from Bath, uh, just outside of Lansing. So Michigan
1: Michigan MMA is taking over the map, eh?
0: Yeah, man. She uh she was on the Ultimate Fighter with Claudia and um, uh, JJ. She was part of their team. But I like Amanda Bobby Cooper. She's a good fighter and she's, she's pretty good to look at too. Timmy copstash Johnson's on this card. <sighs> it's Vol- Alexander Volkov, one of the best, one of the best mustaches in MMA. Oh, man. it's
2: epic! Look at that thing.
0: He looks like Paul Blart, Mile Cop. I am super excited about the Googe. Like the Gooch, Oh yeah, Ishihara. I mean,
2: that's a fun
3: card.
0: Bro. I'm excited about Look at Hor- the more, you know, Horiguchi and Bagatina. Well, I don't know how much we're gonna really get to talk about this card next week, and we're definitely not gonna be able to try to preview two cards and break down UFC two oh five no, so I mean it's gonna
2: be you know I, I, the focus has gotta be two oh
0: five I got a feeling the other two are yeah, gonna get overshadowed so I definitely but I I was looking over it the other day and got super excited about that fight. Maybe it's just the fight withdrawals that I've had over the last few weeks. Well that could be. But I'm excited about that card a lot. I think there's some good. F- I mean, obviously, I'm really excited. Anytime Gegard Mousasi is going to fight, I'm all over it. But yeah. Um, yeah, you know, there's some good fights on it that.
2: Could card. be, you know, that could be not Lil noms last fight.
0: Could be. Know. Could very well be. At yeah, least mean, in the UFC, you get some more Thomas Almeida. I'll take an Almeida yeah. fight anytime. Uh, Hands
2: of Stone Casey against Cadalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney Casey and, or Castor, Castor and sorry. Casey. Hands of Stone. It's going to be a
0: good that. How is Courtney Casey fighting Claudia Cordelia she, Casey
2: just won them. She had, she, she, I know she, she, had she won, won, but she's, she's not fight. even ranked. No, she's, I know she's not ranked. She just, She's coming off a big win, though. She but, definitely is. Uh, it was uh, right Mar- or, 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 or
0: Marcos. Yeah, she beat Marcos by submission. She's got a, you know.
2: But, I mean, she, no, she's not. She, she ain't ready for, for like the number one yet. contender. You know? She ain't ready for Claudia yet. I maybe, like maybe Claudia did. had someone else and
0: Casey be, had step, Yeah, but, that could you be. Know. You could be right. Or everybody's just fucking booked. Either way, man, yeah. UFC 205 is finally upon us, boys. Yes, I'm excited, um, guys. We're finally here.
1: Yeah, I I, mean, I was saying earlier to my wife, like the fact that the one thing I really ever wanted to see in my life was to be able to say that I watched a, a live event, a live fighting event out of MSG. Right. Never thought I'd ever get the chance to see it, yeah. let alone break it down yeah the, I think I'm no matter who wins any of the fights, uh, I think that I'll be going uh, going a happy to say that I saw professional fighting in Madison Square Garden in like, in the 2000s.
0: Yeah and, and you know also if you're Jones in that bad Saturday for some MMA and you got fight pass you can watch the Cage Warriors unplugged starting at 4 pm. in the east. And uh, in the co main event you can see my dude Patty Pimblet, who you'll be seeing in the UFC in the next couple of years. Excellent. So Excellent. I think I'll check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to watch watch Patty. He's one of the best shit talkers I've seen, and the kids just got it. So remember that name, Patty the Batty Pimblet, because you'll be seeing it a lot.
1: Excellent. UFC well, champion.
0: I anything's possible, man. I think I think he got he's got the skill set. He doesn't look like shit. And people sleep on him because he's just this little tiny guy. But he's he's twenty one years old and he's already got it kind of figured out. So as long as he can keep himself on the straight path, he's gonna make some waves in the UFC. Cool. Uh, yes, yeah, we're that's pretty I much everything. It. Yeah. Ryan, uh, what kind of fun, delicious things are you cooking up for UFC two hundred and five? Because
1: I know you're always making awesome food. So, no, nah, this one, uh, like I said, I woke early that day. I'm just gonna take it easy. I'm just gonna get uh, some it. wings, some pizza. You know, just just, just do it easy. You're so fucking Stay back boring. And relax. Let the oven <laughs> do the work for me. God damn it! You're boring.
2: I'm kind of with you. I'm gonna order some wings and pizza.
1: I expect that with you. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, mo- mo- most cards, I, I, if I can, I, train, I try to do something nice. But this one, exactly. Here, that's why I asked I'm the have question. Such a long day. I just want to throw some. I just want to throw something in the oven and I don't even have to worry about it. Well, that's the last time
0: I'm gonna take time out of the show to ask you what you're cooking because <laughs> you fucked it up and just let me down. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, I well, I'm, I'm waiting I'm waiting to do this show with you guys like a little live in person oh well, yeah so are we. some fun eats
0: you've had yeah, a lot yeah, of promises yeah. I'm just waiting for them to fill my belly so you know yeah uh, I, I gotta get that scary. passport
1: taken care of yeah
0: you better get that passport up get it right or,
1: or you could I'm just saying you
0: know I mean <laughs> oh, now wait a minute here I mean I could I definitely could but it's way it's way easier to get one person over and
2: all my equipment,
0: right? To get you over here, then for us to take everything on the road to come to you to record because you have three G internet,
2: and we're fast.
0: And we're fast. <laughs> you don't even just have three G; you have like Sprint three G. I
1: think he has more like two and a half G. I was gonna say I'm, I'm on this thing called Dial Up. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it makes that really funny noise. You're still on AOL. Yeah, I, get, aren't you? I get I get my disk. I put it into the computer want to once a month.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I get it the back of magazines.
0: I know what you do with those. Yeah, so. we know what kind of magazines those are.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am a happily married family, man. With magazines. With dirty magazines. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: well, uh, any final thoughts, guys, before we wrap it up tonight? It's, uh, it's getting late here in
1: the East. Yeah, I was going to say, I think... Uh, the uh, silly note. The only thing I really want to see this weekend is uh, someone wins a fight, jumps on top of the cage and does the the Jimmy Suka, uh celebration style thing, on oh. you know, Honor Madison and Swear Garden the right way, the
2: big oh, splash on man. top of Don Morocco.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's all. I, if I can, if someone does that, I'll I'll be the, probably the happiest man in, in all of Canada.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we could have had that at the UFC. Would have put Filthy Tom Lawler on the Holy shit! Yeah. Tom Weller got popped for PEDs. Yes, he did. It's bullshit. Damn. Yeah, yes, yeah. He got popped. It's bullshit. It's Bullshit. I don't oh buy goodness. it. It's not often I will take the stance on too many people, and I'll eat crow completely if it comes out that he is 100 percent at fault. But man, Tom just—it's just not that dude. He
2: got popped for a not necessarily a PED, but a, I don't think it was. Maybe it was. But he got he got popped for a banned substance. Yeah, or it was something.
0: something he got flagged
2: for. Yeah, you know, could have been a masking agent, could have been a you know a diuretic or something. But he got yeah, I just read that when I was looking up something. I, uh, I, I posted when was, it in our conversation, but nobody listens. To oh, me. okay, maybe that's where I ignored it from.
0: Yeah, nobody ever listens to me. <laughs> when Ryan says something, everybody pays attention. But I'm oh. like, hey guys, somebody popped dirty. <laughs> yeah.
1: Quiet oh, so someone, someone someone, in UFC may have cheated, or Jonathan Brookins. What's something you haven't heard in a while? Definitely Brookins. Fuck yeah, you Brookins. see that's really <laughs> attention to me.
0: Dump. Listen, Tom Waller is always important. Always. When did that, when did that news come out? Uh, it was this week. So earlier though. this week, or yeah. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I completely, completely miss that one. I'm trying to look at uh, Tom's... Twitter right now, but, uh, he hasn't really commented much on it, other than just saying that it's bullshit, and, uh, for, yeah, okay, so here it goes, six days, it was six days ago, so it was just over a week ago, for everyone who's been speculating, the substance I potentially tested positive for was o there's not much news other than that, uh, And he said, somebody asked him, but the question remains, did you willingly take the stuff or was something spiked with it without your knowledge? And he said, believe me, I didn't willingly take the stuff. It makes little, no no sense to me for, or for me to. So Tom, Tom's maintaining his innocence. Uh, There's not much, uh, there's not many guys that I would take for their word, but. Wow. Yeah,
1: uh, and we've seen, you know, we, we talk about it. it, seems like every time someone tests positive for something or is flag or whatever, so often is the case, it seems where they are, like the John Jones, you know, you're kind of giving like the, you shouldn't have taken it, you should have looked at the bottle better, here's a small, small uh, punishment, uh, we haven't seen too many of the, yeah, here's your two to five year suspension because you're a cheat. Right.
0: So well obviously we'll be keeping an eye on that to see how it plays out, but um, yeah. I I
2: am I'm, I'm siding with Tom right now, with filthy, you know. Um, I am too. I, I can't believe he evolved of anyone, you know. I got his I got his back. Um but two oh five I'll probably end up watching with uh, with Everett, so Everett I know you're listening, uh, get some pizza and wings ready, because uh, I'm going to be there, and if you decide not, then I'm invading Jeff's space,
1: and it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and I'm looking forward and Jeff, to it. Jeff, what are you going to be uh, munching on on that glorious evening?
0: Um, I know for sure I'm going to be grilling up some chicken breasts, because I'm awesome at grilling these really delicious chicken breasts, and then we just bring kind on. of have a collective of, like, people bring stuff over, uh, there'll be some kind of, like, cheese dip, type deal, you know, mm-hmm. Velveeta Rotel
1: type thing. Uh, who knows? Who knows? The main thing isn't the food. The main thing is that we're getting the greatest card in the greatest arena and that's all we can ask for. The end.
3: Alright.
0: I got nothing, man. That's it? I got nothing. Yeah, I'm just and ready to I fight. Think we nailed it all. That's it? Let's do this. Yeah, so for Ryan and Dave, I'm Jeff Shannon. That's going to wrap up another episode of the Average Joe's MMA show. Come back next week for our full breakdown of UFC 205 and no preview of the fight night cards that are happening next weekend because we're just going to be talking about 205 and the
1: fallout. Unless we want to do a five-hour show.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we're already at, what, like two and a half, three hours now? 2.15. Two <laughs> yeah! So, All right. thank you guys again for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.